we would like to give a shout out to our sponsors, Schultz Electric LLC, serving all your electronic needs. Whether it be residential or commercial, no job is too big or too small. They are licensed and insured. You can contact them on Facebook at Schultz Electric LLC. While you're there, give them a like or by email at jschultzelectric at gmail.com or by phone 859-991-3176. Mention this podcast and get 10% off your next installation. Estimates are always free. Precision Air Heating and Cooling, veteran-owned and operated. Here at Precision, we care, and we're not comfortable until you are. We service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Mention this podcast and receive 10% off of cleaning, upfront pricing, no hidden fees. Please contact us with any heating or cooling needs, 859-493-0250. And now, on to the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to a sit-down. I'm your host, Tony Pompilio. I'm your co-host, Matt Buford. Pomp, that's the slowest I've ever heard you talk. You should start doing more commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, for those of you uh, who listen to part one of Chip Gregg, episode 11, uh, I hit you with about 847 and and again and again and again. So uh, uh, we're going to slow down a little bit tonight. But with that being said. The over is 53. Yeah, the over is 53 and a half. We're going to put a hook on us so that way we got a winner and a put loser. A hook on it. There ain't no pushing here. So uh, by popular demand, guys, we have him back one more time. Let's make some noise for our man, Chip Gregg. Chip, thanks for coming back, my man. Thanks for having me. All right, so real quick, and uh, here's where I'm going to be honest with you and, and tell you guys why Chip's back. A, because he knows he's shit, and he's, and he's a great person. But secondly, uh, you guys tell us what you guys like. So I'm literally looking at my phone right now, and uh, we're, we're just a little over 1,600 going on, um, 1,700. So just to give you some data here, our next highest episode is 187, and that was uh, with Rob Coffey and uh, Laura Schuster, I'm sorry, Laura Young and Chris Young. That's at 187. So, and that's been out for um, a little over a week. Chips has been out for three days, and we're at 137 downloads. Um, just to put that in perspective, that's some like top 10% kind of stuff, Matt. So, yeah, oh, that's. You're right. I was just letting you go there for a minute. Sorry uh, about yeah, yeah. that. Daydreaming caught me off hey, guard there. I remember I'm slowing down. See, this I is know. This is crazy. Down. This is what this happens. This is nuts. <laughs> hey, hey, when, when there ain't no water coal in the engine, man, he slows down a little bit. Yeah, so, I was uh, just kind of going with you. I must fell asleep there. Sorry about bad. that. No. But, but no, I, I, I did. Uh, first off, like I said, uh, thanks to Chip for coming back for this. Um, and that's what we jokingly said. We got two and a half hours in last time, and we didn't even get into pitching or hitting. Uh, this BSing. Um, but with that being said, man, I uh, just want to say thanks for Chip coming back. Uh, Y'all know I officiate. Uh, got canceled last night because of snow. Got canceled tonight because of COVID. And uh, wow. late last night when I found out tonight was canceled, I sent a text back out. And I'm like, well, hell, let's go ahead and do a part two. And uh, it worked out well. And uh, we're here. So, uh, so um, now that we're going... Um, I'm sorry, before we get started, we do want to go into this. So in our last episode, um, like I've said before, when you're here and live, you you sometimes um, um, 
uh, get in the moment, if you will. Yeah, and, get and, caught up in the moment. Yeah, and, and, and whether it's emotionally or, or even just in conversation, and you say something like, like no different when you're in a phone conversation, oh, shit, uh, well, what I meant was, you know, and it was nothing negative. So um, so uh, when Chip got here today, he listened to the show, and uh, he had mentioned when he was coaching with our bandit team, and basically uh, I'm opening the show with this because Chip brought it up. And even Matt and I, when we listen to it, so as you can imagine, I work third shift. Again, we record these shows. I listen to them at work. And when Matt and I talked the very next day, and it wasn't anything negative, he was just like, hey, I wonder if we should have edited that. Whereas I knew what Chip meant because I know Chip. But the average listener who knows Chip might have thought it was kind of backhanded. Mm -hmm. So, Chip, by all means, um, I opened it up for you. So please um, take over from here. Well, first of all, so that didn't come out right. I didn't even mean it that way. I just I know the the team that I committed to help Jeff coach, and I just knew that the the team wasn't very good at the time, and that's what I meant. So at tryouts, there wasn't a lot of players, and you know, looking at the players that we had and the players that were coming in, I just I just wanted to make the the uh, parents cognizant of the fact that they weren't going to run the team. We were going to go in a different direction, change the culture, change the environment, and, and I just tried to get their attention by hey. If you were that good, you wouldn't be trying out for this team. I didn't mean the Bandits. I meant that team in particular. Right, right. So, And, and again, like I said, uh, credit to you for being self-aware. And um, I'm sure you've probably done a, a million of these when you were at Northern. But to hear one that you probably haven't done in a while. Right. And as soon as you heard it, you were probably like, ah. Right. That's the first thing I mentioned to right. you when you said, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that Rusty and, and Shu and Chris have won nationals. I know you've gone all over the place and played the best teams. So it's nothing against them. They're, they're trailblazers, actually. And. I want to say, I mean, our game has never been stronger than it is now. And I think it's because of organizations like the Bandits. Um, I think that the game's in a great spot. So, yeah, that was, you know, I, I didn't mean it like that. I just was talking about that particular team right. was not very good. Right. No, and like you said, <laughs> we knew that because we knew what you were right, talking about right. and we're here. Right. You know, like you said, your basic listener is like, Damn, yeah. I was a little backhanded. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean, I didn't, right. gosh, I didn't mean that at all. Right. And again, anybody that knows Chip, First off, if he wants to be backhanded, he won't be backhanded. He'll tell you the truth. <laughs> straight up smack. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, uh, all right. Now that we had our Jesus moment, we got that out of the way. Let's move on. Okay. So, uh, so uh, um, when, I, when we spoke to Chip this morning, there was a, obviously we want to get into hitting and pitching. Right. But one other thing that Chip brought up, he said, hey, I want to talk about coaching. Right. So, uh, so uh, I'm going to let you lead off with this. So, what do you got? Well, I, I – we are talking about stories the other night, and th this, this is a pretty good story, and if you don't mind me sharing it, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, so I guess it was uh, 20, 2015, we were, um, we were at Kennesaw, Georgia, playing in a, uh, a tournament, and Tennessee happened to be in it. And uh, I don't know how many people were there. I think probably 750 people traveled to watch Tennessee play. It was, you know, I'm like, geez. So unfortunately for us, we had to play Tennessee. And uh, – and we're getting pounded, and I and I'd, I'd uh, seen Ralph Weekly and his wife Karen. I've I've listened to him speak. I've got a lot of his videos and things like that. And it's just you know to me that's that's an icon. So anyway, we're playing them, and that's pretty cool. And and uh, they've got the third base dugout, and I'm coaching third. And about the second inning, his wife, who's also the co-head coach, she walks out in front of me, and she goes, "I'm sorry, coach. I need to talk to our pitcher." <laughs> and I'm like, "Huh?" I'm like, "Yeah, great. You know, go ahead, lady." And uh. So we're doing okay, and, you know, we're not going to beat them. But, but you know, we're battling. Things are going good. And, and so, the, like, the third inning, he walks out. Ralph walks out and says, hey, listen, I hate to break the momentum. I just really need to get something straight with her. I'm like, yeah, great, good for you. He walks back in. They both say thank you. 
and, and I'm thinking I'm like a sniper is going to shoot me. and I'm going to die. <laughs> and this is like, maybe, you know, we, we did all we could for him. Right. And, um, so it's, it's the, um, it's the fifth inning. It's going to be our last at bat. And I don't know, we scored a couple runs and that year they'd go on and play in the college world series. And I believe that pitcher that we scored a few runs off of ended up being an all American. But Ralph's kind of talking to me a little bit while I'm coaching third, but nothing bad. Just, you know, just, and all of a sudden we start in the bottom and whatever it was, the fifth inning it was our last at bat. <laughs> he comes out and he starts talking to me. So I'm facing the batter, his back's facing the batter. And this guy is in the coach's box with me speaking. It, it was surreal. Right, and, and he's yeah. like, Hey, I want to talk to you about getting into your legs and what you're telling these kids and things like that. And I'm just like, you know, uh, Mr. Weekly, I, you know, I listened to you speak. I mean, you're a legend. You were on the Olympic coaching staff. Please don't patronize me. I mean, it's bad enough. We've been getting killed for years. Please stop. And he's like, no, no, I'm serious. It's just, it's really good. You're talking to them and the girls, and I know your team's not very good, but those girls are really trying hard. I want to tell you, that's really neat. I have a lot of respect for that. So, you know, he was, I was waiting for somebody to hit him with a line drive. <laughs> Old boy would have died right there. So, um, yeah, so he talked, and then when the game was over, he couldn't have been any nicer. So we shook hands and blah, 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 and, and then uh, we have our post-game meeting, and one of the girls is like, you know, man, that last inning, you know, we were batting. You weren't even paying attention. Well, sure I was paying attention. I heard everything Ralph said to me. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know? Right, right, but they right. were mad about that forever. But how cool was that? Right, 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 right. And he wasn't being, you know, and he sent me some videos and things like right. that. I didn't get a Christmas card or anything from Ralph. Right. But it was really neat. But I'll tell you, that, cool. that is one class guy. But they travel deep, man, about 750 people. He said everywhere they go, they follow them. I just thought that was really, that really, cool. it, it, yeah, it no, was awesome. Yeah, there's nothing I could offer him, but he's, I guess he respected the fact that the girls at least scored off their All-American pitcher. Right. So, again, that was a tribute to the girls. So that was pretty cool. So that's, a, that's an exciting no, that coaching neat. story that I have. Right, yeah. No, that is cool. Um, and, again, not knowing, here I go, and, again, gosh darn it. That's one. Hey, hey 10 minutes, so that's not bad. Hey, 52 it, to go. Hey, if you, <laughs> if you took the under, you put you're a loser. Chip. Uh, um, I, took, so, I took the over. <laughs> with you uh, – and you want to get into the coaching, and it, obviously that's a cool story. Um, it was neat, you know. Like you said, you know Tennessee's a big boy school. Man. Oh, it's unbelievable! Not, I've seen videos what, of this guy. Wasn't first. Tennessee Martin? You know, or Tennessee no, Tech? No, Tennessee is the Vols. <laughs> yeah, the man. Balls. Big orange. It was the orange. It was weird, man. All the orange. I mean, the guys C. like three feet. I mean, if it had been a COVID thing, we couldn't have. We, right. Yeah, we, been in we couldn't have bonded. Right. Yeah. It had been face mask to face mask, but you know, right. I was really I was waiting for him to get hit with a foul ball. Yeah. It had been terrible. <laughs> yeah. It had killed my experience. <laughs> but it had been on Sports Center. So with you opening up with that, and again this morning you had mentioned coaching, so obviously that's an awesome story. So what do you want to get into? And I know I've always heard you say coaching matters. It, it does matter. Um, it, it does. Um, so one of, my, one of my favorite things, and, and it's, it's, actually it's on, a, it's on my wall here, um, but you have to make your team aware of what's going on. You always want to be relating to them, blah, blah, blah. But, but one thing that it's one of, I say it a lot and it's a, a third of your team, when you play, a third of your team will make things happen. A third of your team will watch things happen. And a third of your team will wonder what happened. So you just have to always keep them engaged. And I, and I, think, that, I think that's important. Um, it's hard to coach players that don't like you. And, and, I mean, think about that for a second. There's players that you don't like. There has been. I mean, it's, right. you're not going to say that. But, but players who don't like you are not going to listen to you. 
So you always try to like, like I talk a lot, but I always try to find a common ground, something we can relate to, whatever it is, what's your favorite food, what's your favorite show, something like that. And you coaches always think you're going to be mean because I think that's the stereotype. So you try to soften things up, but what you really need to get players to do is buy in. And I think we probably skip a lot of that. I think it's really hard to get players to buy in anymore. Um, and, and I think that's important that we try to find some common ground with these players. That's just, that, that's my opinion. So I always try to do that. But players who don't like you, you can't coach them, man. There's nothing you can do with them. They're going to be malcontents and it's, it's going to, you're just going to go down um, the wrong path. So in your experience, <clears throat> obviously right now, um, you know, we're going into our second year of 12U. Matt's daughter is going into her first year of 12U. Mm-hmm. And with you having your experience across the board, obviously with Brenton and, you know, younger and her age, but the majority being 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old right. college players. Mm-hmm. So I, I can tell you one thing that I do for, for my girls, and, the, and, and this is a kind of generic thing that I do to all kids, whether it's my softball team or if Zach has a buddy over, like you said, as their girls are walking into practice up the right. nets, they're coming in, you know, one by one or whatever. Hey, hey, blank, how was school today? You know, right. hey, blank, you know, what's going on? Or, you know, hey, he's got your braces on, how they feel? You know, because hey, we got like nine of our kids with braces, you know, right. on, on top of softball fees, we're about 4,500 in braces too. Right, oh boy. Um, but yeah, but to <laughs> your point though, that that's what I've, and it's funny that you say that, and again, just for the listeners here, Chip has some notes. We pregame none of this. So this is literally yeah. on the fly, which I like, to be honest right. with you. Absolutely. This is more authentic. Yes. Um I can be very generic and ask you, uh, you know, Google top 10 sports questions and, and get some cheesy mm-hmm. answers from you. But um, it's just funny that you say that because I think that is relevant. And especially with, and again, I'm speaking from my team, we go, let's just say I live here in the bubble in Fort Thomas and Newport area, take an hour and put it on a string and draw a circle. That's where our girls are right. at from Carol up to um, over there, uh, Good night. I'm having a brain fart. Eastgate area. And then, um, you know, what we go all the way up to uh, Harrison up off 74, you know. So it's not like, you know, all of our girls are from Kentucky or they're all from the 8th and 9th and 10th regions. You know, um, everything is diverse from Ohio and Indiana. My girls can't play high school ball until their freshman year, whereas I have an opportunity. Some of my girls in Kentucky mm-hmm. can play. So it, it is different. And, and, and what I'm getting to is I know you had mentioned they got to like you, but that is a form of something. Because, like, for example, my Kentucky girls who are eligible to play, like at practices and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to have a little different conversation, not in anything intentional, but, hey, how's, how's high school ball right, going? exactly. And where my Ohio and Indiana girls are like, well, we ain't talking to us about our high school ball. But now with that being said, um, on our, I, I guess we're on Sneep, uh, team chat now or whatever it is. So we used to be on group me, now we're on team chat. But anyway, so we're fortunate with our Ohio girls, a lot of them were playing middle school ball. You know, so they're right. playing, but but and I just bring that up as one. A, they're girls, but we know sometimes girls are clicky, mm-hmm. and um, I don't ever want to think like you said, being the head coach. One girl thinks I'm talking to one girl about something that she can't relate to, you know, and and I'm, basically, I guess to sum it up, not to have them feel left out of that conversation. Uh, yes, and I agree with that. It's it's easy for you. You've, you're the kind of person you've met, never met a stranger, so you can come in and you can be in a good mood, and and they can. They can sense that. So you can talk to people easily, but it's not always that way. And kids, I think, are intimidated by coaches just in general, and they think we're mean and, and blah, blah and, we're, and we're not. So I think we need to go out of our way to ingratiate ourselves to these players and try to try to find some common ground. I just I think it's really important. I really paid attention to that like over the last, I don't know, five or six years. As soon as I got out of college ball, actually, 
it's just, you know, you never want to like, you don't worry about that stuff in college. You just play. It's very professional. But but here, you know, you just want to try mm. to talk to them. Now, you have a child on the team, so that's kind of, you know, mm. maybe that'll help along the way. I, I don't, you know, I've right. coached most of my coaching career. I didn't have a, a player on the team. But um, I just think it's important to get to know those kids. Maybe, you know, not, not too much, but just let them know that you care about them. We've talked right. about that. We know that's important. But just try to find some common ground, whatever they're into. Right. Well, and again, to, to go back to Lesh, gosh, that's the second and again, 16 minutes. Five? Oh, Matt said five. Good night. I got 20 on it. Oh, that's a lock. God. Um, so going back to our last show, talking about this, um, again, going back to my whole family thing, like, you know, uh-huh. like I said, in the summer, you know, we're fortunate um, when we play over at Teal Town, which they had moved now, but one mm-hmm. of our players lives right there behind Jungle Gyms. We play, go over, pool party, cookout, nice. everything's happy. Uh, we Here in the summer, we set up cornhole boards in the back. Everybody came, drank, have a good time. But and that's my other thing. Going back to our whole family deal, you team, know, team it's, bonding. Yes, and the games are awesome. Even when we're out of town, like we were in Myrtle Beach, which I don't think you were there, Matt. But um, you know, right across from the ballpark there, um, and, and I think they're getting a little more popular around here in the summer, obviously. But uh, it was a lake, and they had like the blow up obstacle course. Okay. So like the whole team went. It was awesome. That's you know, and, and and that's the one thing. And Matt and I talked about it a little bit. How you would mention with your oldest, how yeah, we showed up, we played, we won, and we left. Mm-hmm. And so far in my experience, and I don't know what the difference is, or maybe why the difference is, but I remember, like for example, we went that tournament because we went. Lauren Youngy went. It was mm-hmm. in Myrtle Beach, right? And we were the only 08 team there. We played no sevens. I was like, girls. I knew that it was going to be tough for us to mm-hmm. win a game. And I said, girls, if we win a game, I'll let you paint my nails. So, like, the girls still talk about that, you know, because we, we, we did win a game, so I'll let them paint them orange and blue, you know. But it's just interesting because uh, when I heard you say that, how she was like, eh. And then even you and joking talk about it, and you were like, well, ask her. She might not tell you it was very fun. You know, <laughs> that's exactly but, right. But that's what, it's crazy because my, my experience is that, um, like I said, and, and I don't know if it's experience or – or was it was it the atmosphere or what? Because like, it's it for it seems for me and my team it's the opposite. And and do you have anything on that, Matt? Before Chip answers or? Yeah, with with your team, uh, it's it's much much different than anything else I've seen as far as. Hey, you know, we're done. Uh, go to the restaurant, get us a party of sixty. Right. <laughs> it's like and we did. And and everybody does it. You know, most of the people are like, God, here we go again. This is gonna suck and the food's gonna take forever. Da, 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 da. But everybody does it. Yeah. Um but the one thing that I remember pretty distinctly about what you did, Pomp, and um I thought it was pretty cool. Now we're talking eight you. It was a little party over at Kelly's house. Mm-hmm. And I believe you had all the girls write a note to their parents at the end of the mm-hmm. year thanking them. For everything that they've done. But you made them read it. And there was a couple girls that were like, oh, you know, they're young. They're like, I don't, I'm not comfortable. And he's like, no, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. And and that's a life lesson. People are going to be put in uncomfortable situations. Whether you're seven, eight, nine, is it too early to learn? Right. No, so and, I remember that. I just thought that was that was something. I don't know if you got that from somebody or no. Well, 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 I did, um, but but I flipped it. Um, and please, somebody could comment on this. The rumor is, uh, Coach Mueller at Highlands when they play Cuffcath that week, 
um, let's just say Zach plays football for Highlands. Okay. And um, Friday, Thursday night, I'm writing this note, dear Zach, so proud of you. You know, blah, 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 blah. You guys got a cuff calf tomorrow. Big game. I'm, you know, I'm going to need you to do your best and win or lose. I'm so good. You know, whatever the hell you want to put in there. But I ain't going to lie. I've heard that, that, that Highlands parents did that. Coach Mueller did that. And again, if it's not true, hey, it sounded great to me when I heard it. Right. So what I did, I took that. And like you said, I always like to give credit where it's due. I heard that Highlands did that. So I flipped it. So I said, no, girls, you're going to write a note to your parents. And like Matt said, Thank them because you don't understand the conversations at nighttime when you're in bed and mom and dad's in bed and we're worried about hotels <laughs> yep. and we're worried about fees and, and whatever else it may be. And going out to eat every time right, with pomp, right, right. you know, but, hook but, it in your wallet. Yeah, but, but <laughs> and to your point though, Matt, yes, and and and, and again, I, I, I didn't want to make this about me, but, uh, but thanks for bringing it up. But that's where, and like he always says, I tell the girls. Every situation we're in, I don't care if it's you know second, third. You didn't get the bunt down, you failed. Guess what happened? That's okay. You know, I'm gonna I'd like you said, like we talked last time. I'm gonna go from zero to ten, but then I'm gonna tell you, hey, that's okay. Guess what? Now that you've been in that spot, we got to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, and my whole thing about reading in front of somebody, it's easy for me because I was just talking to my buddy Josh Tolson earlier. Shout out, and he was just like talking about the podcast and it's awesome. This, that, or the other, and I'm like, yeah, it's going. And I was like, yeah, it's easier for me to do this because I DJ and my personality, like, you know, I, I could talk to one right. person or I could talk to 10,000 people. It doesn't bother me. But to have people like you or any of our other, you know, nine other guests that's been on here, it's not easy. And again, I'm going to give a shout out to Foster, who was our first, he, you know, he, he's coming out of addiction. And for him to come on here and talk about wow. it, that's hard, yep. you know. But, but, but my point is, like Matt had said, I had told the girls like, you know, you know, a couple of them, and they didn't get emotional. And it right. wasn't emotional because I don't think they understood why I was emotional for it because I get the parents' end of it, like how hard it is. Right. But they were just emotional because they were scared. They didn't want to do it. It was that anxiety kicked mm-hmm. in, you know. But I was like, you know, I'm trying to keep it light because right. like he said, we're eight you, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you're going to do it. You're going to do it because cause what we did, we, we made them all party bags, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, you're going to do it or you ain't getting your bag, <laughs> you know. And then I, 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 it works I, at eight, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you tell them at 16, hey, 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 mom, start the car. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, but it is funny. And to Matt's point, um, you know, there was one or two that was like, I'm out, <laughs> you know. So, so, but, but I'm out, but I'm not reading it. Right. So, you know, mom and dad read it. And, but anyway, but no, thanks for bringing that up, Matt. But no, that, that like, I did get that. And again, please, somebody um, on my Fort Thomas Bluebird people, uh, Highland Bluebird people, I thought I had heard Coach Mueller would have them write a letter of the Cuffcath Week. That's pretty and, cool. And I kind of flipped it, if you will. But anyway. Well, that has to do a lot. That has a lot to do with the environment that you've created of, you know, team bonding. Right. And team first and, and to appreciate the parents. I mean, and when you think about that, I mean, think about all the love that the parents have for these kids. I mean, think about the tremendous amount of love, the sacrifices you make. I mean, isn't that, isn't that insane? Right. Financially, time-wise, I mean, you can always make more money. You can never make more time. Right. But you're driving all over the place, spending all that money. Man, that's pretty awesome, really. So that's, well, nice, that's nice that you did that. And, and that, gave, that gives the girls the first chance to, to, to learn about being uh, comfortable, being uncomfortable. Right. You know what I mean? Being in a situation they don't want to be in, but you persevere and you get through it. So that's 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 pretty neat, man. Well, thank you. And it kind of ties back the bases loaded, two outs, full right. count. <laughs> it ain't nothing. Right? It's it. not comfortable. It ain't nothing. <laughs> I read to these all these weird people. But uh, but and, and, and to your, oh, Death said it again. To your point about coaching, um, and that's what we're talking about here. But with that situation, and again, I always talk to them like adults. And, and sorry, I don't want to go off of no, what you're good, you have man. down. But again, just going back to our team and. and 
unfortunately, um, we have played against a girl who lost her mom, dad, and sister. If you ever heard of the organization, I want to say it's called uh, Demand Command, Command Demand or something like that. I don't like think that. I was there. No, no, you weren't. But So we have played them, I want to say down, down, down Nicholasville, I think. And like we literally played them, and on the way home, they got in a car wreck. Oh, boy. So uh, she, she, I think, um, she served, she was, I think, the only survivor. And um, she ended up, I think, breaking her hip, if you will. So we had played them the following year, and I had reached out, you know, because, you know, on new trip, everybody's listed and the head coach and mm-hmm. contact. And I, and I was like, hey, is this the same team? And, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember the young lady's name. And out of respect, I, I, I probably did should have done some research, but I didn't think we were going to go here. Um, so we had played them, and, and I'll never forget, because we played – down at Riverstar, they had a little league night, yeah. you know, and and we just played that weekend. And I think was it was it on Mondays that league night? I think it was on Mondays. I so you're right. I'll never forget. You know, I didn't want to talk to the girls before our game, you know, but after the game, I'll never forget to the day I die. We played and we went right over there, you know, at Riverstar, River City East, for um, for the old school and new school people. But right out of there by the shelter, and I said, "Girls, hey, you need to sit down." And I explained that to them. And again, looking back, I'm probably like, I probably should have talked to the parents first, you know, because here I am giving these kids some like adult life mm-hmm. lesson yeah. kind of stuff, you know, but I'll never forget, like, and again, not being about me, but I start crying and girls start crying. I said, you know, girls, you know, I always tell you to um, thank mom and dad or during practice, grandma, grandpa, whoever brought you, thank them because like I told you. Take an hour in any direction. That's where our girls are coming from. And that's the sometimes some of our practice when our girls walk in, I can tell they've been sleeping. You know, so you got to think you've been at school all oh, day, man, yeah. you know, and they're driving from Lawrenceburg or they're driving, you know, and they're coming in just exhausted. But my point is, talk about coaching and like to your point, whether um, uh, relatability or life lessons. And my, my logic is I hope the parents appreciate everything that I do in terms of that. But my point is looking back at it, I, I, I told her, I said, girls, remember that? command and i don't know if it's command demand or demand command whatever it is i said remember that team we played and he said yeah and i said well one of the girls on there you know she lost her mom dad and i I don't know if it was a brother or sister i couldn't remember in a car accident i said you don't know this but your parents know on our group me every time we were out of town i'll put hey please let me know when you get home on our group me and i said girls you wonder why i always tell you to thank mom dad grandma grandpa aunt cousin brother yep. sister everyone bringing you to practice or to your games because again girls this is life lesson stuff you guys just don't know how much it takes to get you here takes a village man yeah but anyway sorry to ramble about that but no, uh, no man but it's, no but but it's to your point back to our or to your original point about this uh relating and um having them like you and trust you and and my point is you know you're, you're always gonna have some girls come and go which is fine mm-hmm. you know but like our five, six, seven core girls, and again, look over on that picture up there. I, I've had them since he, like he said, eight you, you know, and 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 they're still good here. Good run, man. So, but so anyway, that's a that's a really good run, you know. And talking about girls, you know, girls are forget they'll forget the things you say to them. They will, but they'll never forget the way you made them feel. Think uh, about that, man. Maya D'Angelo or something like that. Come on, coach. No, man. Think, <laughs> think about I, I, that. I think I think it was uh, people will never forget. Uh, what you say, but they always remember how you make them feel. That's exactly right, though. I mean, that, that's that's the truth and in some. I mean, you're going to say some things, but it's how you deliver that. And it's the tone. I'll go with Moore's cot than tot. Oh, this guy. Huh? Moore's cot than tot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, good, man. Anyway, so. 
So yeah, and again. So right, so one over. one thing you want to make sure that you do too, you know, that I think is important is you surround yourself, your coaches with people you can trust. I mean that's that's imperative, you know. And, and I, speaking of Laura, I was going to take a job. I did for a minute, but I wanted to get. She was the first person I thought of, Laura Young, to be my assistant coach. Yeah, because I knew her, man. You know, right. and I, I know not only is she a great coach, but I think that we would be on board. And, speak and she's the a same. female. Absolutely, I think Helps. you need that. So she was, she, you know, she was the first person I thought of. So you know, that's. But you talk about you, you, you need to speak the same language. So whatever you're saying to them, no matter what it is, no matter what the verbiage is, it has to be the same. Right. You know, what whether you're in the squishing the bug, whatever you do. But if you're doing hitting drills, whatever you're into, you have to speak the same language. You can't say this. And now this person say that, or, or whatever situations are, you have to speak the same language so there's consistency. Right. And I, I don't, I mean, I don't see that a lot. Right. And, and, and I don't care to talk about it. People can get pissed off all they want. Our first year 8U and then, I'm sorry, 8U and then our first year 10U, and, and again, um, I don't care to say it because, you know, you you were what you were then, you are what you are now. But well, my I, I hate saying my coaching staff, but. The people I coached with, it was my and eight you was myself, Kelly, Jay Jones, Christy Jones, and Johnny Cochran. There you go. And again, look, I don't care to talk about it, then get mad, whatever. But whatever the situation that we're all in now, um, you know, it's nothing personal until you make it personal. Which, which I, you know, whatever. You know, I'm cordial. We say hi, bye, and all that. So I don't want ever, I don't want anybody to think I'm, I'm shitting on anybody. But that year of eight you in our first year ten you. And then I'm sorry, I, I don't want to forget Jason Noble because he was in there as well. I'm sorry, Jason. But uh, with that being said, I felt we had some people at that age kind of knew their shit. So we had Christy and Kelly, right? We had two females. Mm -hmm. Huge. I agree. Huge at you. And then you had me, Johnny, and Jay kind of, you know, the mm -hmm. aggressor, pusher. And, and obviously you had Jason, which at that time, you know, we, you know, you know, big Jason Noble Mallory's dead, big old country yes. fella. Oh, he, yeah. he, he, he was, Good a, dude, he, he was our dugout guy, you know, you know, girls, who's on deck, who's in the hole masking, you know, and that was his job. Yeah, I'd be scared of him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but it was just nice. Um, and again, I, I hope they don't take this sideways because it's a compliment to Jay and Johnny and, and Christy and them. Um, because it was just nice where an eight, you, I'm out there pitching, obviously. But I knew that if and when they were in the dugout, somebody was teaching them something that was correct. Right. You didn't have some slap dick in there telling them something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. You didn't have some. You didn't have one of them in there telling them something completely different. And like I said, um, I, I just hope you know they don't take this sideways. It's a compliment, and I, and I've told them that then, and I'll say it now that um, I felt. And granted, we were eight U and first year ten U, but in terms of having three or four or five coaches, we. I, I thought we had the best coaching staff. I think. Oh yeah. When when is when is a girl any more impressionable than when she's eight? Right. Think about that. Right. Just try reaching them when they're twelve. Exactly. Good luck with uh, that. We Sixteen. Right now. Forget about <laughs> right. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but so I'm with you. But I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. No. I no. I agree. You no. Know, the other thing too is, I mean, you have to. Everybody learns differently, and you have to figure out how a girl learns, and and that's important too. That's a lot of trial and error. But you have to figure out how a girl learns. I mean, there's auditory, there's visual, there's physical. You have to figure out what works for them. So you might have to try 15 drills before you find one that they're passed to that, that, that works for them. Right. And I just want to pause you for a second. Sure. So just so you all know, um, you know, you guys that know me always say I'm just some dummy from the Western Newport and Chip some dummy from Covington. Absolutely. But once we get into this pitching and hitting, 
you just heard what you say auditorial and, and, and uh, a visual and what, auditorial yeah so physical. so listen y'all know oh um we're gonna have to start googling some of these words because um, i just googled it that's what i, came <laughs> I was gonna say because <laughs> yeah because yeah. i know here in a second when Duh. we get into this pitching and hitting chip hits me with some words and i'm kind of on dial-up still internet and i'm about three or four words behind because i'm still trying to like when you're a kid they're like hey if you don't know this word finish the sentence and you might figure out what this word means <laughs> so that's kind of where i'm at with chip on that but uh you know but go ahead I'm, man auditory is just hearing you know that you're just messing with me so um and and uh you'd asked me the other day about people that that uh you know that i've listened to that i've been able to listen to and talk to and things like that um so at champions that was really neat there was just a lot of major league players just always around there and they're always very gracious with their time i've i've I uh, wrote a couple of them down here. Blah, 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 blah. So, but I've listened to Tony Gwynn, Barry Bonds talk, but but like a champions, um, Lee May Jr., Barry Larkin, Billy Doran, um, Paul O'Neill, and then Chris Sexton. But Pete Rose Jr. was always well. He liked me because I let him use the place for free. You know, hey, can I <laughs> can I get the keys? Right. No, no, Pete, you can't. But if you let me know when you need it, I'll come and open it up, and if I can sit there and watch you give lessons. You know Brian Cook, you know Cookie. Right, right, yeah. So Cookie and I go up there at three, four in the morning and, and um he would be given he would be given lessons and every once in a while his dad would come in and that was a treat. And you know Cookie, you know, Cookie, don't open your mouth because we have nothing to add to this. <laughs> Let's just sit there. If they want something to drink, we'll get it, you know. Right, but, right. but don't you know, and he didn't. Right. So we would listen to those guys, but those guys were always around, man, and it was it was so neat. And then uh, Junior was really, really good. He would work with my daughter. Um and kind of a good story. I don't. I don't want to mention her name, but she's an old Highlands girl. She played for. She was friends with my daughter Brittany, and uh, heck, she played t-ball for me. So I'd coached her in t-ball and coaches pitch and all the way up. And then eventually, when I had my twelve and under team, she'd played and, and was quite a player. And uh, she'd always want to go up to Champions when when Brittany would hit with Pete Rose Jr. And I'm like, no, you're not going. No, no you're not going because you know she liked me. She talked a lot, and uh, so. One day, I guess we had to take her. I'm like, don't open your mouth. Don't, just don't say a word. Okay, I hear you. You know, just, I hear you. So, of course, we're getting ready to leave. And she says, um, um, I have a question. Um, I'm struggling with the load. And uh, he says, well, just do the Nike swoosh. You know, you know, Nike right. swoosh. Just do the Nike swoosh. And he left. So, at 15 seconds. Right. Maybe. So, later on, that summer she was playing for, or later on that spring, she was playing for Highlands and the regional tournament was at Northern where she hit one out. A 12 year old hit one out. Right. And um, so I think it was uh, Terry Bemker came over to interview her. She goes, you know, they said, blah, blah, blah. You know, that was, that was a big hit. I mean, especially for a 12 year old. She says, well, I have to give all the credit to my hitting coach, <laughs> Pete Rose Jr. During <laughs> <laughs> 15 yeah. seconds. Right. So, right. you know, like but, but that's okay. It's what she said. She always did it. Right. Pete Rose Jr., my hitting coach. Right. So you know what? Though? I was so happy for her. Right. But that's you know, and that's kind of the that's kind of essence of coaching, man. We right. don't really care, do we? No. I mean, just you know, right. just get it done. Right. So you know, that's kind of a funny story. But you you'd mentioned those players before. Um, I don't know any of them really. They don't know. But you me. were there. I was there. But I'll tell you what was cool, man. Um, Billy Doran Jr. and Chris Sexton would come and work with our players all the time, man. I mean, constantly they were up cool. there. It was it was wonderful. Think about that. Little 11-year-olds are getting trained by major league infielders. Right. That was really – and when we'd play sometimes, when we'd play um, in Cincinnati, those guys would come and watch. I mean, there's nothing for five or six, you know, former major league players to come and watch those girls play mm -hmm. because they like the girls. 
Yeah. They didn't like me. They booed me, but they liked the girls. <laughs> right. You know, so I was a jerk. Yeah. When they were right. But yeah, so that was that was really cool. It was, it was a really good experience for them. Yes. So as soon as I saw your notes there, and I don't want to get the two confused. Obviously, I see Gwen and Bonds. You told me you were somewhere, and they were both there speaking. But uh, but yeah, uh, did, did you know San, where I'm going here? San Diego State. So yeah, I go went ahead. Out, so I went out there. He was having a. Uh, he was the head coach at San Diego State. So I went out there for a clinic. Um. So he meaning Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. Just yeah, for sorry. the listeners who Absolutely. don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Gwynn. And and I just I, what a what a great hitter. And and just he's a big video guy. He's like a, a hitting nerd, you know. And and uh, just talking. All of a sudden, Barry Bonds kind of matriculates over, you know. And and he's not the most um outgoing guy ever and and uh so tony was talking to him a little bit he wasn't giving much and this dad is like hey barry you know but barry's like yeah i'm not i'm just sitting in my clinic this is tony's clinic I, i'm not gonna tell you anything he just kept pressing bonds and pressing bonds and pressing bonds and uh can we get something and, and, and bonds finally said you know you have to be balanced you have to have balance and you have to control the barrel of the bat and i think about that so i watched bonds take twenty thousand swings on video and you know what every time He's in his legs. He's controlling the barrel of the bat. Just it, it's amazing, but it killed him to give you that. Right. But what? And he, like you said, look at his personality. Wasn't in him, if I'm not mistaken. The reporters hate it. Well, uh, he hated the reporters, so they hated yeah, him back, was, and vice it was, versa. It was a hate hate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but Chip and, and and I'll post it. Remember? By the way, I didn't say it again. I just said and. Good job. So, uh, uh, Vegas. But you just took. You just said uh, it. No, 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 yeah, no, that no, counts. no. That was given an example. Counts. So, um. Remember, Chip, I sent you that video where I had old Jenny Finch. Oh, boy. So, so do you see? Oh, I've seen so, it. for those yeah. of you, um, obviously, I'll post it. So, they have Jenny Finch, and she's all this, that, or the other. And yeah. Barry's watching her warm up. And uh, he steps in the box. He takes, you know, just a couple pitches just to see it. And he just sits there. He's left handed, obviously, with his right hand. And he's just like calling pitches out. He's like fastball. Yep. And then he ain't swinging, obviously. She's 43 feet away. But he's just letting her know, like, contact, contact contact he's like change up pitch recognition yeah exactly he knew it right away and um so i guess she threw a slider or something he was like now we call that a curveball or whatever it was (laughs) you know right right. but but my point is though and again i i I know it was for tv years ago when they had what jenny finch and they had like like who was it like a rod or somebody in the box obviously they've never seen that and 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 they're not whatever so she was blowing it by them but my heart wants to believe they're like look if I make contact with this thing, I'm going to kill this girl. Right. She's 43 right. feet away. And right. by the time Jenny lands, she's probably about 38 feet away. Yes. Yeah. So they're probably like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh. But Barry's like, nah, girl. He just sat there with his top hand. Yep. This thing. So she said, Donk. you ain't seen my rise ball. And he said, you ain't seen this top hand. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what he says. Yeah. yeah. And, and I promise you, I will post that video. But, but to your point, though, and again, what was the old story with Gwen? And I think I've heard it. He said when he would be so dialed in, as the ball would make contact with the bat, he would see individual stitches. And that's something that's just, I, I right. couldn't tell you. Never happened to me. <laughs> yeah. But now I, I always remember you had that story about Bonds and Gwen and I, when I saw their yeah, names some there. Yeah, just trying to get something out of him, you know, and he just couldn't bring himself to, to even, you know. Right. But finally he did. But right. it's interesting. He talked about being balanced because his head was so big. I, right, right. I, I it's like a weevil wobble. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He could hit like that. But yeah. anyway, yeah. So got bigger later. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was. Yeah, it was big. <laughs> it was then. the chicken? Yeah, yeah, it was the chicken. Yep. Um. So, um, before we move on to the the hitting or pitching, because sure. we're kind of flirting with it here, we we're are. talking about. We so, are. um, anything else you want to talk? Because and again, I say this because you had mentioned it on the phone this morning when you had talked about, hey, hey, you know, I want to talk about coaching. So, is there anything else you want to get into or? or 
did we cover it or or was there another direction you wanted to go or what? I just so twenty five years ago or whatever, I don't know when it was, but uh they had a gold and, and ASA used to have a I don't know if they have gold anymore or not. Um but gold was supposed to be the best of the best, kinda like premier. Right. And um I remember they had a uh a sixteen a sixteen U qualifier at Rumkey Park and um I don't know how many teams were there, maybe fifty, but most of them were from the West. And uh so I'm like, wow. So I wasn't I wasn't even coaching fast pitch at the time. But I went there to watch. I'm a fan of the game. And uh there was the Orange County Batbusters and the um the Katie Cruisers from Katie, Texas. You know, they were there and gosh, it was just amazing to see those players. But after the game I went up and tried to talk to this Orange County Batbuster coach. He's like, Yeah, I'm not giving you anything. You're probably on the other team trying to get information. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just some hack. I'm trying to learn something. He goes, well, you're not going to learn it from me. So everywhere I went and trying to get some information, no, nobody would help you. And that just, you know, and that didn't make any sense. And our game can't grow like that. And mm. not that not that I'm this Finn Gully and I know all this stuff. But, you know, sometimes you have to try to help each other out. Like, I'd talk with you. I would learn from you and Matt, too. I mean, we can all exchange ideas. And, and I think as coaches, I mean, we ought to try to do that. For each other try to help each other sometimes i mean our game needs to grow and we need to get better here i mean it shouldn't be just you going out there and and trying to beat these teams i mean i think other teams do so i think i think as a community that that probably this needs to grow and people need to share information for whatever that is man right no and you're absolutely right with that because nice catch thank you coach (laughs) uh you're absolutely right with that and like i mentioned on the last show and he'll tell you you know, we're up here, and I don't care to talk about it because it's nothing negative. I mean, they didn't come. So as soon as Morgan went out, you know, with her quote-unquote workouts for Highlands, right? you know, the other four Thomas kids, um, you know, uh, who maybe don't play on a quote-unquote select team, they're just coming out of rec or whatnot. And mm-hmm. I say, hey, listen, we're at the vets on these days. You, you know, you guys are more than welcome to come. And, and I say that not to be about me, but to your point, like I said last show, and and, and he'll tell you, you know, these girls that come to our, our tryouts and don't make it, hey, listen – you're always more welcome to come to our practices. Like, I, it doesn't bother me. We'll use you to run. Maybe you'll learn something, you know. And, and I'm going to use a chip as I'm here. I'm, I'm going to learn you something. I'm going to learn you something. <laughs> I'm going to learn you something. But uh, <laughs> but with that being said, like, you know, and, and that's what's, that's the other thing. And, and, and I think people understand me now more because they've been around me more. So as you could imagine, you know, our first year 10U, second year 10U maybe, I'm being me, but my heart is in the right place. Right. Whereas these people don't know me thinking he's just a jerk. Right. But I'm like, no, no, no. I want you to scrimmage. I'll come to you. You come. I don't care. Like, I know we, we like to your point, we need to share the wealth here, share the knowledge. Um, and, and it's weird because I'm all about, and, and I think, and I hope you would agree with this. And I always tell people when they come scrimmages, Hey coach, listen, let's just say you're with the other team. Hey coach, listen, we're going to scrimmage. You know, we got us an umpire. If there's anything that's funky and you want to stop, let's just put them back and then we'll do it again. Absolutely. And, and But there's these other coaches. And again, I'm being very arrogant here because I know my shit, but these other coaches that like, they're like, why? Well, I'm like, well, and then and, 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 you're trying to get a exactly. situation out of it. And they're trying right. to get a win. Exactly. Right. Right. I'm we like, won well, that scrimmage game. Right. <laughs> But no, but to your point though, and I think that's the other difficult thing. And please, I, I want to go here if you don't. But talk about coaches, and we kind of knocked or touched on it last episode. But about where you get Jimmy or Johnny or Susie or Becky, get these teams together, and God bless their hearts, they're getting their team together. Um, now, if they're doing it for their own kid, I think it's selfish. So God don't bless their hearts. But if they're doing it because you got a group of kids that want to play, God bless their hearts. But the problem is most of these 
parents who become coaches don't know shit. Correct. So therefore, you're teaching these kids the wrong thing. And, and I'm just giving worst case scenario here. Let's just say at our age now. So these kids have been with this coach for two or three years in his rec league. And now all of a sudden they're going to school ball and they're getting circles ran around them because they never learned anything or they're never taught anything. And that's just my opinion. It's being very honest. What do you have? Well, here's, here's what I believe. It, it's hard. I mean, if you're going to coach a summer team, you know, you're not going to go out there and spend a lot of money and spend a lot of time, you know, educating yourself. You're, you're doing the very best you can. I'll, I'll back this up a little bit. I, I, um, I've coached my son. I, I coached my son's school team about three years ago, four years ago, whatever it was. And, uh, they didn't have a coach. So nobody coached. I'm like, I'll coach. And, and I don't really know basketball. I know a little bit about it, but I don't know basketball. I don't know the ins and outs. I don't, I don't know the flow of the game. And I told the parents, hey, I don't really get this, but what we'll do is we'll scrimmage and, you know, we'll have some fun. I'll bring them ice cream and, it'll, you know, it'll be a good time. And if somebody wants to help, you can help. Don't yell from the stands. If you want to help, come in and help. And uh, so I called my shot. And, you know, after about two weeks, they understood. I didn't know anything about it. So the, so the um, the one girl's like, you know, my, my brother, he coaches professionally over in, uh, in Iceland. And when he comes back um, – He'll be back in a week or so. He'll come. He'll coach your team. I said, oh, that would be great. So he came, and I remember he had an itinerary. I mean, what's that? He had an itinerary with it scheduled out, what they were going to do, drills and all that, and he handed it to me. He's like, you want to take a look at it? I'm like, no, man, you're the coach. Can I get you something to drink? <laughs> and he's like, what do you want to do? I said, I want to watch you coach. Right. And Brittany and I coached that team together. And I got to it was BJ. He, he, went to school, he went to school with the Schusters. I wish I knew BJ's last name. Good, good guy. Great coach. I got nothing. Um, so, um. But he, man, he just, things that I could never, ever, never, ever see. And, and we would play good, and Brittany and I would be all fired up. He's like, you guys need to calm down. Those kids are going to feel that energy, and that's going to suck the energy out of them. He, he, was, he was a million years away from me. I knew nothing of that. But to watch somebody who really understood the game, and I could never do that. I could spend a lifetime going and doing that. So for people that really understand softball, you know, we can't all be like that. I mean, we all can't be like him. But I think we probably owe it to these kids if we're going to take that responsibility and coach them. Now, I'm high school, when you're getting a little stipend, you should probably go and learn something. I mean, you should probably take right. a couple of those dollars and go learn something. Um, but summer is a little bit different. But, man, we need to learn to play the game the right way. All right. I mean, no, I'm with you. I just – that's near and dear to my heart, man. I mean, that's near and dear to my heart. So – we played the lasers. I'll drop them, and we beat them like we're supposed to. And and uh, I invited them to come down and watch us train at Champions. And it was you know twelve at night or something. You got it when you did you know when, when it wasn't peak hour, so twelve one in the morning. And so they brought a bunch of players down one night with some parents, and they watched what we were doing in that place. And they're like, "Yeah, we're leaving. We're not going to be a part of this." Because I had bullhorns and sirens, <laughs> and shooting, you know, um, jugs, jugs machine shooting, you know, balls twenty feet on the corners. And he goes, "Yeah, we're not going to put our kids to this. We're leaving." I'm like, "Well, that's why you'll never beat us." Right. But I invited them to come and do that. Right. You know, so just so our game could grow. So, you know, maybe teams from Ohio could be teams from California on a regular basis. But it's. I mean, I know we're all competitive, but at the end of the day, don't we want our game to grow? I no, mean, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and that's why, and I've said it a million times, it's going to be a million and one. I've always gave credit that we're a year behind Laura. So as you can imagine, us coming from 
Coach pitched 8U to our first-year 10U. Laura and him is now second-year 10U, and we scrimmage him up the vets. And I'm like, listen, don't do anything different. Do everything right. that you – and we got our ba- brains beat in, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then when we went – you know, first off, we, we scrimmaged him multiple times, and obviously they – you know, they were kind of take it easy on us, but I'm like, in terms of what you do, do it. Right. You know, like if you want to throw your fifth pitcher, that's fine. But like in terms of what you do, do it. Right. You know, and then obviously, you know, went from 12U to 14U, the mound jumps back. And, right. But it, we, like I've said, we've, we've always been fortunate to have Laura and them ahead of us. And it helps that her teams are really good. Yeah, it helps your team a lot more. It helps, it helps her. Exactly. Yeah, you can start closing the gap. Exactly. Well, and, and, and you said it. That's why I'm like, look, you're helping us. You know, you know, it's not us helping you. And, and, but, and that's the other cool thing, and go back to that Myrtle Beach trip, and, and I, again, I'm, I'm on the spot here. I can't remember if we went to another world tournament together. But, um, you know, so with that, you know, a bunch of my parents and her parents are real tight, you know. Obviously, I'm goofy and silly. All of her girls kind of laugh at me, ha, ha, ha. But, you know, when we are in the same tournaments and stuff, let's go back to what we talked about 40 minutes ago. There's that bond, and right. you know. and But anyway, but yeah. So tournaments and and we talk about the kids are getting now they're, they're getting the college age and, and, and you're going to start looking at these in a couple of years, exposure tournaments. And, and what a true exposure tournament is because I've, you know, went to them for years and years is um, wherever we are and, and, and we're watching the band is play the whomever. And we want to look at this Morgan Pingallo girl. So I'm, I'm there. And Pompilio, by and, the way. Yeah, I'm sorry, Pompilio. These Italian people, that, <laughs> I get confused, man. That's okay, we're going to go with Morgan Pompilio since we're at her house. So anyway, <laughs> um, so we want to watch her bat. And it's happened to me. And, and she strikes out looking, not her, but she strikes out looking. So you just say, hey, can I see her bat again? So I went to watch one girl. She struck out three times in the inning. You can keep bringing them back. <laughs> I'll never forget when you told me this, by the way. I, I did. My head bring, him back, bring him back three innings. She struck out three times. I'll give her credit. She's no quitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she could have struck out six times. It's, I'll never inning, forget when you told me that. The inning was over. It, but it's true. So, and, Or they might say, hey, put a runner on first. We want to see if this girl can throw him. So that's a true exposure tournament. Now, to me, as a coach, I wouldn't want to go play in an exposure tournament where their best hitters hitting five times. You know, I wouldn't right. want to do that. I want to win the tournament. But so when you see these exposure tournaments, and I've gone to them, I haven't seen it. You have you been where they do that? I haven't seen uh, them. Do we that haven't anymore. done it yet. Now I think Laura and them. I think they went to one last year. But Did we, she mention that they do things like that still? I'm not gonna lie. I don't remember. I don't want to speak for, her, but I don't remember. But I just remember. I, I, I was think I was pacing down here in this basement when uh when when you had told me about that and i was like so hold on a second what they're like yes if she strikes out and that's yes and that's the third out we're going to say no 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 no. i, I want to see her bat again and they bring her back up three and times. i'm like hold on a second <laughs> three times i mean if they'd had lights we probably could have got got her to foul one off but it was getting dark <laughs> and she was just struggling <laughs> but but that's i mean that's a that's a true exposure tournament right. now and, and just in case somebody college Let's get to college for a second. So if, if you really want to go to college and play softball, pick a college out that you'd like to go to. I mean, seriously, and somebody, unless somebody in, you know, um, Antarctica Tech wants to come and pay for your education, go somewhere where you'd enjoy being there. But don't go and place at a tournament. Hopefully they're going to come. And, and certainly if they're, if they're in, you know, Tupelo, Mississippi, don't send them an email and say, hey, I'm going to be at Rumpke this weekend. Can you come and watch me play? <laughs> what you need to do is – you need to get in front of those coaches. They usually have a winter or a summer clinic. Get in front of those coaches. Let them know that you're interested. Send them emails, bug them, but get in front of them. That's important because 
the chances of you going to an exposure tournament and you playing good while they're walking by and watching you, because let's be honest, right. man, when you go to these tournaments, these, these people have worn coaches out with emails. I'm going to be I'm going to be on field four at 10:15. I'm going to be wearing pink socks <laughs> right. and, and and blue earrings. Seriously, I'm having my forehead pierced. You can't miss me. Right. So, so you you know who you're looking for. It's so funny you say that because I had said this. I don't, I don't whatever x number of years ago with the with the um, the, um technology and, and social media and all that. I'm like, look, at this point. And again, I'm 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 stating the obvious, the big boys, right. the, you know, Ohio States and Texas right. and Florida States right. and and Florida's and Miami's, whatever. I'm like, at this point, they know who they want and know who they're going after. Yep. So no, but it's just funny to hear you say that because obviously we never we, I don't, of all the stuff we talked about, I don't think we've ever talked about that. But no. I'm like, when I see these parents and the stuff doing all this stuff and these showcases, I'm like, may and like you said, it's going to be a one in a million, maybe. And again, I'm just going to say locally, hell, Tennessee, Murray, State. Or, you know, I'm sorry, not Tennessee, but um. Um, uh, uh, Murray or you know just some mid-major, right. smaller college. Morehead, Murray, Morehead, no, yes, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. They might just happen to catch you, but more than not, man, they know who they're wanting, right? They, 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 they do, they do. And there's just there's a ton of players, so you can't just you have to you have to kind of hone in on a couple. So what you do is you look and see who has sent you emails, who's interested in your program, because you don't want to cold call on a kid, right? I mean, if a kid's hitting the snot out of the ball, and you might go cold call on her, but what's the chances? These kids, if they're that good, people have been in touch with them. Right. But the chances of your daughter going out to Colorado and playing this fireworks tournament and having a good game while a coach walks by and watches her. Right. And consequently, what if she's a great player? And, and excuse me, struck, struck out three times. Right. Wow, you cross her off. So. As as the Tennessee, what's his name, Tennessee coach is walking by. Yeah, oh, my goodness. And, and she strikes out looking what bases loaded, two outs. Um, well, he would have missed it because he was looking at me. He was talking me. to you. He was yeah, talking looking to me. To me. Yeah. You're okay. Ralph didn't see it. <laughs> he was talking to Chip. He was talking to Chip. To Chip. <laughs> yeah. Coach, you got anything over there? All ears right now, man. All ears. Just All right, Chip, go just, ahead, man. I mean, just real quick, figure out a school you want to go to. Be proactive, man. Talk to them, but go to their summer camp. Go to their winter clinic. Get in front of them and, and go watch them play. Because, I mean, we've had kids come to our school, and they're like, man, you know, you guys are crazy. You know, or I'm, I might, you know, I, I really like you. I hate Kathy, or I really like Kathy. I hate you. Well, you should have thought about that before you came here. You should have come to a couple games and see how we act when we win, when we lose. Right. I think that's important. So do your due diligence and figure out, but figure out where you want to go, but get in front of those coaches, man. And anybody worth their salt – if you tell them I'm going to come to your winter or summer clinic, I'm interested in your school, please take a few minutes and tell me if I'm a, fi a good fit. And right. they will. They'll tell you that. That way you can eliminate all that trailing all over the place, spending all your parents' money, hoping somebody will walk by while you do well. Real quick, a guy that I coach with, Mike Bunkemeyer, a great guy, his daughter went to a Bellarmine camp, and she was interested in going to Bellarmine, so she went to a camp I actually worked it. Well, her first time up, she hits a home run. Renee Hicks is like, yeah, I'm still not interested, interested in her. <laughs> you know, and I knew Renee. She goes, yeah, right. I'm still not interested in her. It's just one of those things. And she went right. all the way down there. Right. First at bat, bomb, man, so what, pass. So it's just that's part of it. So just do your due diligence and, and, and don't, you know, don't get all tied up in one school, man. Now, I get it. Um, and, again, I'm going to be selfish here. You know, when you take the ACT, I don't know if it's changed, but when we were in school, Matt, you got three schools. No, it's still hard. It hadn't changed. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I know the test is hard. Especially for dummies like us. Right, right. I, yeah, I know the test is hard. But I was just saying, um, I think you get you got three free schools that you could send your scores to. 
So I did um, Northern Moorhead, which is where I went up going, right. and Florida State just because. Right. Like, I still have it chip underneath the steps there, my little uh, high school, you know, memory thing. I got the letter from Florida State, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, yeah. I ain't going to Florida State, you know, but I still send it just because. If Bobby would have pulled up yeah, in the right, Bobby, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, and again, uh, it's funny you mentioned Bobby because Squirrel, that's what I was saying earlier, to your point about having good coaches, Bobby Bowden, he always said, you know, you I, you, you can't coach every kid the same. And then I'm sure he no, got it from somebody else. I'm sure a million coaches have said it, but me being a Florida State guy, I've always followed him. You know, he, he's he a million one-liners, kind of like some chipisms. But um, he always has talked about you can't coach every kid the same. And he talked about most of the kids I'm getting, you know, I'm their daddy. You know, they're coming from rough backgrounds. Dad's yep. not around. And and um, uh, small funny story here. I know we're jumping on Bobby Bowden. But um, when they were in the Sugar Bowl National Championship against Virginia Tech, I think, it was when Sebastian Janikowski was down in New Orleans Sugar Bowl the kicker, partying, the kicker. partying. Hey, which, by the way, probably has the longest career of any kicker ever. Yep. Um, I'll never forget it. I was a kid watching it, and they said, Bobby, Sebastian, you know, he, if I'm not mistaken, I'm sure this was since. This is hell, what, probably nine or 2000 or whatever it was. Um, I think he, he was the last first-round kicker. kicker drafted. Yeah. Could be. It could have changed yeah. since. But anyway – Interview or uh, reporter was like, Bobby, Sebastian, you know, got, got caught up past curfew last night on Bourbon Street. Bobby said, well, I got different rules from international players. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I swear to God, you can Google it. That's exactly what he said. He said, I got different rules from international players. That's good coaching. It is good coaching. So uh, did, did Deion Sanders play for him? Yes, sir. So I was in a doctor's office reading a Sports Illustrated, and Deion Sanders was talking about, you know, coming out. And Detroit, I guess, was going to pick him. And he, he didn't want to go to Detroit. I don't know if you even knew who he was then. Yep. But he didn't want to go to Detroit. And he finally said, listen, if Detroit, if the Detroit Lions draft me, I'm going to ask for so much money, they're going to have to put me in layaway. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. That right. was like that you knew right. he was going to be a exactly. star when you right. say oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and again, since they did the um, – Layaway. There's the, and again, but yeah, since they did the uh, what, 30 for 30 ever on him, the big story with him when he – you know, he put it off. He's like, I, I ain't going to that pro day. You know where they have the run and time and all that. Yeah. He's like, I ain't going. And then what? He showed up in the jet, got out. He told the car, Hey, or he told the uh, valet dude, Hey, leave it running. It's not going to take long. Yeah, came in, <laughs> ran it, ran out the door, and left. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Which, by the way, that was a big topic they were talking about. You know, working third shift, AM radio. Mm -hmm. You know, everything's LeBron, Jordan. Now it's uh, Brady and Mahomes. Uh, so that's what they were talking about. And I'm going to ask you this respectfully because you're a little older. Who you got, Deion Sanders or Bo Jackson? Because they both did both. Both Bo Jackson. You're going Bo? Yeah. You didn't even hesitate on that, Coach? No, can't. Just he's, bigger, stronger? Not faster, but bigger and stronger? He's got, this, well, he got the longest home run ever hit in Kansas City Royal Stadium. The water park. Whatever it is. He probably and, hit it over that. And you saw him. You saw those, you know, what, he, what he did. You know, it's a running back. It's just amazing. So, I don't know if it's true. I, and, again, th these were the sports commentators. God, I said it again. But th these are the sports commentators – I guess they were saying he wasn't a big workout guy. He was just a natural freak. Oh, Bo Jackson? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I've read about him, too. They said he was just a freak. Now, Nike and everybody else will tell you he worked his ass off. Remember the, the posters and commercials and stuff? But they said he was kind of lazy. He I was used, just more of a freak. I used to run a finish line way back, gosh, it was probably in the early 90s. And this is before they had, you know, they, the Jordans were out. But then they had a Bo Jackson shoe. It was a workout shoe. It's called right. a Bo Jackson. The CrossFit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Because Dion had one, too. Because yeah, yeah. his was gray. white. Yeah, and then Dion's was white, kind of like Florida State, white right. with like a red and gold. But I'm sorry, Chip. Yeah, no, I ran faster when I put on Dion shoes right, than I did. ran yeah. on <laughs> Bo Jackson's shoes, so I was passable to those. So that worked out really well for me. But I think Bo Jackson was yeah. – but they had the Bo nose and all yeah, that. Yeah, Remember, right. I still they, had one of those T-shirts. Oh, they marketed him to death. He was a great athlete. Yeah. I mean, he was, he, he was a, a factor in baseball and football. 
not that Dion wasn't. Right, 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 right. But but Dion, there was an article they were talking about Dion. You got burned for a touchdown, um, you know, in the third quarter. He's like, well, you know, nobody's thrown my way since third grade, so <laughs> caught me off guard. Right. <laughs> now, how funny is that, man? Right. But hey, I will say the coolest thing, not the coolest thing, but just even think about today's world. And I'm pretty sure I'm right on this. Dion's the only dude to play football and a baseball game in the same day. Same day, day right? With his think, jet, same jet. Think about that. Yeah, it's not. Think about that. Well, you know, there was uh, um, the other guy from the Braves, Ron Gant. Didn't Gant? Ron no, Gant? no, Jordan. Jordan. Okay. Was it Jordan that played? He played football, and I think gotcha. it was Jordan played gotcha. football and, and but, but, uh, basketball. Bald head, yep. like, like shaved head. Yep. Yeah, I think I know. Uh, mixed fella. I don't know. Okay, the guy I'm thinking of, I think he was a mixed fella, bald hair. Or, or shaved head, and I, I thought he did both. I think it was Brian Jordan. I, th- I yeah. think I think there was a player that played football. He's got to be the last, though. Right. Well, right. It won't, it won't well, happen. Well, again. well, that and to do it and be relevant, like you know, you, you're a leadoff hitter and you're the starting cornerback. You know, you, you're not the backup defensive end. You know what I'm saying? No, it, it was amazing. No, yeah. it's crazy. But yeah. uh, so I, I got a uh, small story here about Dion. So you know JoJo Miller, yeah, dad's absolutely. buddy. So um, you know, he worked at the bank and he did. Uh, I think at the time it was called Tenable Security over at Paul Brown. This was, and you can Google this. By the way, we're giving Google mass shout-outs tonight. Um, yes, you are. Yeah, this is. Uh, they need help. This they're, is. They're going to be a sponsor. Yeah, this is. <laughs> Hopefully. The, uh, yeah. That, hey, shit. Hey, shit. We get that studio if they sponsor. Um, so this was the Bengals, if I'm not mistaken, first Thursday night game ever played Baltimore, and it was uh, kind of rainy, rainy, and um, so JoJo called me. And was like, hey, Roach, you know, you know, because he was a manager, if you will. Okay. So I was just going to get the yellow coat on. You know, I need you here at 7 a.m. Thursday morning. Um, and, you know, you, you want to do it? I'm like, yeah, sure, great. I was like, nine bucks an hour, ten bucks an hour. But you're there from like 6, 7 in the morning. I was because, and again, I look back, and I don't even think I ever told you this, Matt. I'm with Dion, Mariucci. Who else was on that crew? Chris Eisen. And who was the fourth? There was four of them. I don't remember. That Thursday night crew. I remember Chris Mariucci, Eisen, Eisen Dion, and... Uh, you had Steve Young. No, right? no, no. he wasn't there. No. Mariucci no. was the, the Niners coach, right? right? Mar- so whoever it was. But anyway, JoJo got this for me, and I'm forever thankful for him for it. And I'm going to add on to another story here about Urban Meyer. So I get there, and he's like, you know, I got to sign and fill all this wow. shit out. And I got my pass. I get my big old yellow jacket. And Dion and them came in. Wow. He's like, I got goosebumps. And he's like, you're within the day. So nice. and here's there's a bunch of things from this story. Did you get a selfie with him? No, we gotta think. That no, no, no it, this we didn't have a cell phone. Yeah, it was a it was a flip phone. It was like a dollar nine a minute or something. If he had a Polaroid yeah. though, can you oh, see that? Right. For so, sure. Okay. So here's what happened. And again, I swear it's so funny, man. So I'm with Dion. You know, I'm not doing. I'm just taking him upstairs to the right. suite because. Right. And again, here's the other thing I will tell. Um, are you dumb people who shit on um, Romo? Or uh, any of the announcers. Aikman. And Aikman. Aikman's the one that always got yeah. a lot of shit. Yeah, Because I, I, I know where but, you're going. But even Collinsworth and them. And I'm like, listen, guys. So I told you I had to be there at 6, 7 in the morning. When these guys say, and here's my other thing. You look at like Curb Streak. And he's got, yeah. their eyes are red. Because they study shit. The, 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 now, sometimes right. they do have people in their ear. But my point is, and this is a fact, because I was there. I was in the room, in the suite. So I'm taking Mary. Gosh, that's going to bother me who the fourth one was. Mariucci. Eisen and Dion, we're going up, and whoever the fourth one is, and they literally, when you hear them say, yeah, we watched film of the Bengals against Pittsburgh last week, on my dad, they watched that whole film of the Bengals-Pittsburgh game, and they talked about the shit. Isn't that something? Right, but so, so, so that was cool. 
so they took a break. But he, but here's my Dion saying er, my Dion story about Urban Meyer. You know his you know Dion has kid really good, and I'm sure he's probably a filter for other big athletes. Right. You know they're in between sessions. You know they all walk around for a little bit. I'm just sitting there, and by the way, Dion's on the phone with Urban Meyer on my dad goosebumps. I'm lying to you. He has you know they all had these real nice chairs with wheels. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think they're like eight hundred dollars chair, and he's like he's on the phone, but he gives me the Tony's in a lawn chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so I'm standing in the corner, right? Like security, like like, like I'm going to do something. <laughs> yeah. So he's on his phone. He had it. Yeah, he's like, hey, sit down. And he like he slides a chair over that like Mariucci was sitting because you know they're out <laughs> on their phone. And he's sitting there and he's like, and he, he called him Herb, talking about Urban okay. Meyer. Yeah. And he's just just to hear him. I'm not eavesdropping, but I am right. talking about this kid to this kid in Pennsylvania and Florida and Texas, like wow. just just to listen to that. Yeah. So they got done and then they went back and then they watched film on whoever else, but like. It was just that whole day, man. It was just awesome. Wow, that's really cool, man. Yeah, yeah. And again, sorry to get off. I know no, we're talking no. softball here, we but are. we're talking about Dion. But to your point of one of my, I don't even want to call it a regret because the technology wasn't there. Obviously, now I would have taken a selfie. And again, my whole time, and again, because everybody, what do you think the first question is that everybody asked me when I tell them that story? How big was he? Did you get an autograph? Oh. I didn't. Nah. Don't be that guy. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I don't. And then I want to go back because, by the way, we're having Joe Barnes and him on for the Nasty Boys uh, here in a couple days. Nice. But I'll go back to them when we were down in Orlando for World Planet Hollywood. Uh We're uh, in Planet Hollywood. Uh, Matumbo and Dominique Wilkins come in. Wow. Just came up. What's up, man? How you doing? And and then we're at the BET Lounge and they just sat right next to us. Didn't ask for an autograph. Because I've always been that guy. And, you know, I pat myself on the back. I'm like, you know, these, these, like, they can hound it all day. Right. Yeah. I don't want to do it at the, at the BET Lounge you're playing in Hollywood. I don't want to do it at uh, lunchtime at Great American Ballpark after these guys just got off a plane to watch eight hours of film. You know, but but I do regret not getting his autograph because I got Bobby's autograph over there with Urban Myers. It's not too late. I you can maybe get it. I could. I'll call him. You can maybe get I'll it. I'll call him. But anyway. That's when you wish you had Zach. He'll that, that's what Zach you use the there. kids yeah. for. Hey, man. I'm going to be a grown man. Yeah, Zach wasn't here yet. He'll, re- he'll remember you. Yeah, well, that's what I'm telling you. Hey, man. <laughs> Hey, hey, well, never, hey, I, hey, I will tell you a story off the air. What is funny about that day? Oh, I'll tell you who it was. Marshall Falk. Come on. Jacked. Okay, yeah, Marshall yeah. Marshall Falk was jacked, the fourth bro. one. Because, jacked. And hey, again. Jacked. And again. Did I? Uh, no, well, I, did. Oh, I did. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I don't have any idea, uh, so, man. Yeah. So, now listen. So, Marshall Falk was the fourth one. Pretty good and, running and, back. And then I, I'll tell you the story off the air. The reason why the squirrel just ran through and said, hey, Pomp, it was Marshall Falk. And he left. Uh, I'll tell you that story. Um, but anyway, so the other thing with Dion was just so funny. Like, he comes in, right, and JoJo's like, hey, you know, take these guys upstairs, whatever. As we're walking down the hallway, all the sisters are like, oh, Dion, you fine, motherfucker, Dion. <laughs> like, and, you know, he's smiling. You know, he's got his gold cufflinks and shit. Like, it was so funny, though. All right, hey, uh, squirrel on that, What Dion. just happened? Well, because we got on Bobby Bowne and Dion <laughs> right. Sanders. Like, that's a story I don't think. Coach I, jacked up. I am here. jacked. But Dion, that, Dion wasn't much of a fast pitch player from what I understand. <laughs> he wasn't. So, so. But, uh, but hey, I would like to see him in the Hell box. Hell pinch though. runner. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I like to see some of these catchers throw him out. They couldn't. They couldn't. Nope. So, uh, you know what? Side question here. I know in baseball, uh, and we're just going to jump back into fast pitch. So, I know in baseball, when, when I went down Moorhead to try out, I didn't make it. Obviously, I wasn't good enough. Uh, at that time, more it was Division One in baseball. That was it. Um, so I think what was it um, f- from the mid to second was like if you got it in like one five or one eight, you were really good. Yes. So what is it in fast pitch? It's a uh, one eight. 
Okay, so it's about it's about the same, about the same. but obviously the bases yeah, the are a lot closer. Ninety versus sixty, 60 yes. right? You're thirty feet, so but yeah, a smaller yeah. ball, right? A smaller ball and a male, female, yep. blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, that's good. I was just, I've, like I said, that just popped in my head because I'll never forget 1-8's that. One eight's really good. No, that's that's, that's yeah. Really you're good. getting looked at right at one well, eight. Yeah, I mean yeah. you could should be yeah, or could be. be could and should no, be. No, I, yeah. no, absolutely yes, that's correct. So now, just for our listeners, is that from the mitt or from the release of the pitcher? No, from 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 the time it hits the mid to second base, to second base, so it's so click, the time click. it hit, hit the glove, pop yeah. time, so it's right? Pop to pop, you pop got time. it, yeah, pop, pop to pop, pop yeah, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. correct. All right, sorry, we, we, no. we, we had a big squirrel come That's through important. here. So, so where were you at on your stuff? <laughs> sorry, here? Just so, more, so Chip, how you like having pomp on the show? It's it's going well. It's it's going great. Yeah, it's good to see you. All right, so real quick. You have your new Google sponsoring us, so I think yeah, it's working Google, out really uh, we're well. We're good. Hey, we're we're going to go out to uh, Silicon Valley, man. We're going to be like in the it. sun. Um, you know, snows about eight days a year. We'll be all right. Or rains about eight. I'm days a year. I'm all out of notes. This is just stuff that I've taken over the years. No, so that's I'm, fine. So, um, so do we, do we have anything else about coaching, Matt? Before we move on uh, next, I don't think so. Not for Chip? me. Hell, uh, I've never coached. Well, that's okay. Well, that's I'm, why I figured you might have some questions for I'm two guy, of the best. I, I just sit back. <laughs> Fist, I'm bump, joking. fist bumps, fist bumps, <laughs> wonderful. I'm joking, I'm joking. I got a, so so we here see here to go. Well, Brody got in this uh, flag football league, and nobody wanted to coach. So of course I coach. I know nothing about football, and uh, unfortunately the the league they were based out of Columbus. <clears throat> they gave us five kids from the same school, and I called and I said, hey, you can't do that because you know when Billy doesn't want a quarterback, he's gonna take all his boys and they're gonna roll out. Right. So of course. You know, Billy kept throwing it to the wrong team, so eventually he didn't get the he didn't get the quarterback. So you know, everybody got mad and quit. So we had to pick up a few players. Well, anyway, the, the season's over or the regular season's over, so they're going to have the playoffs. And I I called Columbus. I'm like, we don't have enough players. Can we pick up a couple players? And it was fourth through eighth grade. I have all fourth graders, of course. So um, I picked up a couple eighth graders, and uh, as a friend of mine, it w- it was his stepson and his stepson's best friend, and you know. He throws, uh, he throws like Montana, and, and the other kid runs like Jerry Rice. So it worked yeah. out really well. Anyway, we went over to, to uh, Walnut Hills for the Super Bowl, and uh, we're getting ready to play his team in the first round. They have an agility ladder, and they're doing these agility <laughs> drills, and the coach is blowing whistles. I mean, you know, they're just really into it, and this team looks really good. Yeah. But we beat them because we got a kid that throws like Montana and, and, and a boy that catches like Rice. And you're Bill Walsh. You already know that. Right. Throw it deep. So, <laughs> so we beat them. So we won two games. So we get to the we get to the uh, the finals, of course, with you know, with just two a two player team, and they're just they're so everybody's over there watching. But these teams are warming up, man. They're blowing a the whistle. They're doing agilities and all that, and we're just sitting around there eating McDonald's and all that. Right. But it was just one kid throwing the ball all the way down the field to another kid who nobody could possibly catch. And I almost felt bad for those guys who put in all that time right. and all that training. I didn't, but I almost felt bad. <laughs> and, and, and we ended up winning that. But, it, see, that's just that's not just. I mean, it's not right. right. Just what I did was, you know, I out-recruited I them. Right. So that, that's my football story. Yeah. No, but, but hey, uh, always, always, share <laughs> the coaching pic- story. always share the picture of Bobby Bowden. He has all of his rings on. He says he who gets the best he who gets the best talent usually wins. That's true. <laughs> well, he, I would say that when it comes to except for when it comes to baseball right, no, and softball, yeah, yeah. because it's pitcher, yeah. and that's what makes me enjoy baseball and softball so much is because the best team don't always win. Because if so, they did, the Yankees would have a series every year. Now they got a bunch. But so what are you saying in college football? You're tired of seeing Clemson, Ohio State, and Alabama play each other a little bit. <laughs> is that what you're saying? A little bit, <laughs> boy. But, 
I yeah. mean, just in baseball, and you know, it's a hard, it's a hard game. It's a game of failure, as we all talk about. It's a failure. You know, well, hitting is a Chip, failure dominated activity. Hey, it is a segue into dominate. hitting right now. It Chip. is, but it's a failure dominated activity. I mean, if you if you shot free throws and and made thirty percent of those, you know, you would, yeah, you'd be uh, Shaq. Right. But you know, in baseball, you 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 make out seventy percent of the time. You're probably in the Hall of Fame. They put a mold out in front for you. You already know, man. So all yeah. Right, so here we go. We're segue into hitting, man. So. so Let's hear, uh, well, I'll start it and you roll with it, okay, man. Okay, okay. Chip Gregg's philosophy of hitting. Well. Squish the bug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man, that's, that's. I mean, I don't know. That went out with, like, Space Invaders and Members Only Jackets and all that and the Pinto and the Vega. You don't even remember those cars, do you? No, no I don't remember the Pinto. I had the, the, flat, the hatchback, whatever it was. I don't know. Yeah. Gremlin or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Um it's teach their own, man. It's just teach their own. I say, you know, I. Well, well, we know to each their own, but you're on the show. What's Chip's philosophy? You should, you should, you should drive off your back. How do you know when you throw overhand? When you throw overhand, you push off your back toe. When you hit, you should push off your back toe. When you spin, your front side goes out. I mean, and think about how far away we are from the ball. I mean, as you spin, as your lead shoulder, you know, goes towards a concession stand, and and your hands drift away from your body, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. Do we squish the bug and we throw overhand? Nope. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know why we do that. And and of course, you know, it, and it's pure rotational. But even when, you know, even rotational hitters, the great ones, their back foot travels. I mean, your back foot has to travel has to some move. because you can't get extension without your. And of course, uh, the team that I, yeah, anyway, the parents were telling me, well, you know, everybody. No, nobody pushes off their back toe. I mean, nobody's back foot moves. So we had a, a pick, you know, whatever at my house and, and invited them over and then put on the 65 or whatever, the 70 foot, 70 inch TV screen, Bay Ruth, Ty Cobb, Ted Williams. I'm not saying they're not rotational hitters, but their back foot moved. Right. And they're like, yeah, I, you probably doctored the video, which I hear a lot. I mean, I, I don't even know how to work my iPad. I didn't doctor anything. So your back foot, you can't get to extension. You can't extend. When your shoulder's going that way, I right. mean, you've you've got to be you've got to move forward to get your hands to move forward. And and if we don't if we don't get extension, all we're doing is rolling over and being top hand dominant. I, I think that's the one thing. Um, and to your point, um, and granted, I got got it all from you. Um, is about the squishing the bug thing. I give the girls the analogy. I'll either tug on their shirt, or I'll give the analogy as like your foot is nailed to the ground. Because if you squish, we have no momentum going forward. If anything, that's just holding you back. Absolutely. Because when you transfer your weight and you rotate or whatever, yeah, and you're much better terminology than I am. But when you squish the bug, you're stationary. So uh, there's no weight, momentum, or transfer. Correct. Absolutely. Right. It's and and I was gonna say the other thing to add on. I think the one thing a lot of people. Because everybody's worried about your elbow and, and squishing the bug. A lot of people tend about rolling over too early. I, I think that's the big thing that a lot of people tend to or fail to, um, uh, I guess, address, if you will. Yeah. Well, well, they're rolling over because they're casting. Because they're casting, Be because, right. because their hands are getting too far away from their body. Right. And, and naturally, they have to cast. And right. with young players, uh, I mean, think about this. Young players, so in college, blah, 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 northern, um, most of the kids use 33, 33-inch 33 bats, 23 ounces, you know, minus 10s. Right. Maybe maybe use some 22. Not many use 34-inch bats. But you have kids on your team. What, what size is Morgan Twain? Morgan, is, she has two. She has a, a 30-19 okay. and a 31-20. Okay, so 
she's swinging a 20-ounce bat. And how old is she? She's 12. Okay, she's 12. So you take a 21-year-old college senior right. is swinging a 33-ounce bat. Which, by the way, and my parents don't get mad at me, when a few of them get the 21 and 22-ounce, I'm like, you know that's what Rusty's girls are trying to swing right now, right? That's exactly right. It, and, and again, I try to tell, I try to explain that to them. You can't. I'm like the oldest kids are swinging 23 max. And you again, can't. not cheating off your number, hey, but the money spent, coach. Oh yeah, the, yeah, money's really spent. <laughs> we but, already got it. So, right. So that's the one thing. And to your point, I, I, I just, and again, it's not their fault if they don't know. No, they don't know. It's they nobody's fault. They probably had fault. a good it's deal online. Fault. Man, that, why is this 33, 22, 100 dollars off? Because nobody's swinging, swinging, <laughs> right. swinging it, right? Because nobody's swinging it. That's why you got it for two fifty and not three fifty. Um, but I say that jokingly, but kind of serious. And I'm like, listen, the, the and again, credit to you and and, and you. We, we, I got the iPad out and and the huddle. And, and and as soon as they drop, I'm like, at this point, it's over. It's yeah. over. Yeah. That's yeah. too heavy. It's over. And to you, but like, let's go back an hour ago. Barry Bonds, you got to control the barrel of the bat. Exactly, because we know what happened to the Titanic, right? Right, same, coach. Yeah, Okay, so that's what happens to your bat. So, so your bat, you go back here, your bat sinks. The knob of your bat goes up in the air. Right. I mean, you can't. So, so all you can do is turn your hips. So at this point, you're playing catch up. It's yeah. all. It's all we're doing. I mean, the bat, the barrel of the bat is controlling you. You have to control the barrel of the bat. I mean, you got to barrel up on the ball, and these kids don't know it. So with female athletes, and this is you know. They say female athletes are between 24 and 26 years old before they're cognizant of where all their body parts are. So for, for you to sit there and tell girls what they're doing with their body parts at the time is just, it's insane. So you have to talk to them about controlling the barrel of the bat. It's tough. Yeah, it it, it is. Oh, it is. That's okay. Oh, no, I, no, I'm trying to get Kelly to bring me some ice down. We're getting a, we're getting a text from our sponsor, Google. <laughs> Google, Google reached out. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Zuckerberg? Or no, it's Facebook. Um, but you no. should probably know his name. Right, yeah, I know. I'll get with Write him. Write a check. I'll get with him. Um, but no, but I just wanted to bring I just wanted to bring that up. Be, yeah. So answer uh, your thing about casting and, and, and the bug. And and there's just so much stuff in the thing that um I say that I've been fortunate because of the you know, you you fail more than you succeed in hitting. Yes. Is with some of my parents and, and credit to you. Remember when you came up to Mid America? Yes. You know, my, underneath the shelter right there. Right. As soon as you walk in, my parents came over. Yeah, they were really and, nice. And, yeah. and, and then you know, uh, most of them listened, and a couple of them, which and I don't mean this negative, just had questions, mm -hmm. and, and you gave them the answer. Mm -hmm. um, they might not like that in the moment. It might have been right. a thing they, they they thought about for a day or two. But but my again, it's just like you said, getting the information out, whether you like it or not. Um, this is just my opinion, and and and, and here's the one thing I always love about Chip guys is that uh, whether he comes to our practice or uh, you get cold coach, it's cold down here in the basement. Okay. Uh, hey, again, if we get Google, man, we're going to heat a studio for you. Oh, I like right. that. But, uh, but uh, the one thing I always love about Chip, and this is going back to years ago to this past year when he came up to Mid-America, you know, when he comes to talk to our girls, the first thing he says is, listen, I'm not your coach. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just giving you my opinion, mm -hmm. my suggestion. If and, and he always keeps it funny for the girls. If, if if Coach Tony tells you to stand on your head, you stand on your head. Right. You know, I'm just giving you my opinion, and, and that's the one thing I take it when you say that. And I and I try to give them more. I'm all about analogies, right? And, and then I tell the girls, like girls, like when I officiate, I get evaluated. Our assigner might come in and tell me something that I disagree with, but I'm going to take what he said and take something out of it, right? That might help me. It might not be the whole thing, but something might help me. You know, and, and, and I just want to give a credit to you for that because, you know, 
and again, for, for the listeners who don't know you, just the type of guy you are, you know, you could very easily say, hey, yeah, do this here, mom and dad, here's my card, you know, but you don't, you come, you you, you come on a Saturday, I, you know, I, I try to offer you a Gatorade right. or a pop or right. hot dog or something, and you don't take it, and you bring your iPad, you record, and you talk to, and you talk to my players, and then uh, you leave. And, and, and again, there's not many people that'll do that. Well, I appreciate it. It's about the kids, man. I mean, truly it is. It's, it's, you know, right. I've coached for many, 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 many years without a kid, you know, playing on, on, on these teams, but it is about the kids, man. Right. So, you know, and, and, uh, I appreciate the opportunity to get in front of them. It's fun to go watch them play really. Right. So. Well, and then I, I jokingly say this cause you haven't coached in a while. I mean, Coach, hey, Keep what, fired. What, what, what are you large? Keep getting fired. Hey, 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 well, hey what did you say last episode? Yeah. What size shirt are you? <laughs> Listen, if you keep winning, we're going to have to let you go. That's unreal. Yeah. Um, back to the hitting thing. Coaching like, ain't what, easy, man. Good. I'm going to get what, some ice. I, I'm, I'm, I'm by far no expert, but, you know, certainly been to you a few times. Mm-hmm. The casting thing is tough, I think, for the younger age, or even for myself, is because staying tight feels so oh, unorthodox. Oh, it's 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 it feels bizarre. It's it is. I'll try to pull something up because we're not used to it, right? I mean, we're we, we're not used to it. we 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 have to you know you have to keep. Uh, I, I'll I'll look this video up here after our our uh, our leader yeah, comes after back. The leader comes in. He's here. Enjoy um, the silence. But it's something. But and think again, about, think and about again. that. We haven't done it, and, and everybody says, you know, practice practice makes perfect. Well, mm-hmm. practice makes permanent. So think about that, Matt. You swung like that, you know, your whole life. Then all of a sudden, you're going to lead with your elbow, and you're you're going to lead with with your front elbow and slot your rear rear elbow. I mean, you're going to do that. Well, it, it's it's a little tricky. Right. It's a little harder than that, man. Um. And I'll, at some point here, I'll pull up this video and show you. Well, it was like um, McKinley, you know, she she works with Emma a little bit. Yeah. And she's like, you almost want the handle of the mat drag your stomach almost. That's how well, tight you want to be. But but if, if <laughs> it's like if you can, I mean, if, if you can, that's exactly it's exactly what you want to do. Um. So I'll show you this real quick. This is just this. So this is just a few. So minutes. for the listeners, uh, Chip's showing us a video here. So um, if you got to go to the restroom or something, until or, Google sponsors yeah. us, we we got no cameras. Which, by the way, uh, with that being said, we, we are welcome to oh, all sponsors because well. I promise you, as soon as we get another sponsor, we will have a video here. It's going to be 4K HD, YouTube, all that good stuff. So uh, if you'd like to help us out and sponsor, please get with us. All right. See the elbow. See your front shoulder. See your front shoulder. We're getting ready to lose it. See where it's flying. So what Chip is showing here, he's She's showing. She's going to get real handsy. Watch this. See where she gets real handsy. That's what my wife always says. <laughs> She's only human. Got to put the E on it now, Pomp. Yeah. Look Look at that. See See where she rolled yeah. over right away. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah. But look here. She can't do that. Look. That's that tool. Palm up, palm down. Yeah. yeah. So so what Chip's showing is, if you guys have never heard of it or have it, it's called huddle technique. Um, so uh, what you do is you record your player hitting one way and hitting another way, and you can put them side by side and you can break it down. And Chip was just showing us the difference of one of his girls that he gives lessons to, how when she leads with the elbow and doesn't lead with the elbow, the difference of casting and her rolling over too yep, early. top hand dominant. Yeah. So, and, and for those of you that don't understand it, by rolling over too early, and Chip, please um, chime in here. So after contact, we probably want to roll, and let's just say 
at the end of the, the, the our barrel of our bat should be pointing Point to the pitcher towards the pitcher or second or short one way or the other. We don't want to roll over at the dish ever. You, you don't want right, to be right. top hand dominant. Right. right you right, don't right. want to do that. Right. That's bad news. Right. You, you, if you watch major league baseball, I, I noticed it years ago when, but they don't. They don't say they hit no double play. They say they rolled into a double play. Right. They rolled into a double play, which means they rolled over. Right. You're I mean, right. Even announcers are ragging them. Right. Yeah. Right. They rolled into a double play. Yeah. So, and again, I don't know where else you want to go with this, but the logic is here: we got to push off that back foot, got to leave with our elbow, we got to stay tight, and we can't roll over. Oh man, all that. All you have to do. And, and that's it. No, 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 no. That's yeah. it. You it's got it. Easy. Just, you can do it. Easy. You got it. I just tell girls seriously: just wear, just wear like a, a sleeveless shirt and just. Write Sharpie just and Sharpie and perma Sharpie. Write it on your your forearm and just look at it when you go up there. You you can just check all that off. So no, you can't think and hit, man. You can't do that. I mean, you can't. You just gotta go up there. You have to practice. Turn this heat up for you, coach. Ten thousand times. I mean, you have right. to just keep doing it. Well, which by the way, you said that number on the phone. Um, oh come on, coach. We did you here. Hey Google, bro. We're in a bubble. <laughs> We're in a bubble, man. I just turn the heat up down here. Um. So. Uh, no, I've heard that number 2,000 times, and I heard it from you, and then I heard it one other time, and I'm like, all right, it makes sense now. And again, not saying that you were lying, but, you know, when you just hear it from, it was like something. So in, in, in your experience and everyone you listen to, that's around that 10,000 um, repetition mark is kind of when the muscle memory starts. I, I think. I, I've never well, done it Well, it's 10, not that you think, you, but, but, like, it's yeah, true. Yeah, that's what they – The data says around that number. That's what you need. I mean, you, you have to do – maybe two or three thousand times to create to create a new habit but but you're i mean you're talking about hitting is just you've got you've got to have good mechanics so yeah get ten thousand under understand where your elbows need to be un, understand all those movements and then then you can start worrying about hitting off speed and movement pitches too i mean hitting okay so in the history in the history of major league baseball and this is per don slot in the history of major league baseball as of two years ago, only two players have come out of high school and got to the major leagues in the same year. Not pitchers, just hitters. So, uh, and, and, and why they say that is, you have to spend so many years in the minor leagues or in college to learn to learn how to hit. Your brain has to learn how to process movement. That's why movement's so important. So it just takes thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of times of your brain and your eyes recognizing that ball moving. Plus, you have to have the good mechanics, too. So it's just, it's just you just you got to have solid mechanics. If you have solid mechanics, you're in good shape. If you don't, it's uh. Don't worry about he's that. Gonna Mike. take the place down. We'll just get another one from Google. Dog trying to bite me. <laughs> Damn Duke. So so uh, okay, Chip, coach. I'm listening. What what what? What's your preferred method? T front toss. Soft toss. I like T. You like T. I like the T. There's just because. There's no way. There's no way that you can get the solid mechanics you want off front toss constantly. It's hard to do. I'm not saying it depends. If you're 16, 17, front toss. But when you're working with young kids, I would stay on the tee. Here's the other thing, too. You, you got, you've got you to record these kids, and you have to show it to them. I mean, you, you've got to show them because, you know, you can talk all you want. It's just I went to a clinic one time. It was a pitching clinic, and, and this guy's like, hey, um, how many of you um, – tell your um, pitchers to fix their wrist snap and everybody's arm goes up. And he's like, you all are just incredibly stupid. I mean, do you think that kid understands where her wrist is snapping? And you right. think about it, you're like, man, they're right. So you just, you have to show kids what they're doing. You can, you can tell them, hey, Morgan, you're casting. Well, what does that mean, man? 
because they think they're doing it right. They're not doing it to be turds. They just think they're doing it right. Well, I, I, I want to give it your, your chipism. Uh, what your percentage is about the what they hear and what they feel? What is it? Um, what they pro- what they process and like what you tell them and, until you physically show them. You have some crazy numbers. You told me before. Um, let me think about that for a minute, Tony. What it was something to do. Uh, kids, kids uh, retain. Like oh, okay, uh, 42% okay. of what you tell them I'm, and 89% I'm, I'm, of what you show them or no, something. I'm sorry, Tim, I'm a little slow tonight. That's my fault. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, a little slower. I'm a little slow every night. I have bad terminology, coach. So, so we, even in general, we can, we can, we can, um, we can retain about um, 25% of what we hear, 50% of what we see, but we can retain about 85% of what we feel. So if we can feel that, then we can fix it. Right. I mean, if Morgan can feel herself, rolling over then we can fix it but but until she can i mean we're just we're wasting our time it's funny you say that because when my daughter and i work in the garage and you can totally see it's going wrong she what am i doing what am i doing (laughs) i wish chip was here so i could hit him in the the head head, let me get my swing back (laughs) Um, because she knows it's not coming off the bat hot and it's not coming off well and, and, and that's what i'm experiencing with some of my girls now um what, whether we're in the cage or at practice. And again, I I, I was a god-awful uh, hitter in men's slow pitch in terms of for what I probably should have been. But it was I think my problem was I knew that millisecond when it when whenever I made contact, I, I knew right away something wasn't right. So I would kind of then then I wouldn't finish my swing or whatever. Yeah, but exactly. Like I knew I'm like, oh that, that that's gonna be a week, whatever. But what what, what it, the thing that I, that I like about my girls is that uh thank you. Is that uh, when when whether we're at hits or, or we're at practice, is it? I'm like I'm glad that you're recognizing that something's not right, you know. But in a game, we we, we got to finish our swing. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? It makes like per- it's it fifty fifty. I'm like I'm glad that you're recognizing. It makes perfect sense that you're not doing it right. But we still got to play on. If that it, makes sense, it, it makes it makes perfect sense. It's it's and getting back and getting back to his his question. That, that's why I think that's why I think the T. Is just that way we can we can fix it immediately. You can go over it. You don't have to wait right. see if it's a good pitch. And you know, of course, there's nothing like front toss, and you're throwing every pitch terrible. That's man, that's the thing too. Hey man, your front toss, man, sit on a bucket or in a chair and, and throw it, it nice and easy because we're working. Anything ball out of hand. I I I, I hate machines. I got right. two great machines. I don't ever use them. I like ball. I'm not saying there's not a place for machine, just right. not for me. But just ball out of hand because the ball's coming out of your hand. I mean, no matter what. Well, so I like that. And it's timing. Yeah. Like you said, it's the old analogy of see it out of their hand. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I'm, I'm going to show you, this is. Duke's Howland must be an ambulance going by or something. We okay. got coach. Well, I'm, I'm going to we show another video. I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you a video. When Tony gets the sponsor and he's live, we'll be able to do that, but uh, we will. we're going to YouTube it. Okay. So, and Matt can fill in while we're talking, but I want to show you. I that. can't talk as near as much as you two. Well, let's see. But I'm kind of interested to see what we're looking at. So I'm telling. Be quite her, honest. I, I'm. I'm just. Just to try to prove something to her, and you should always look in, and we'll we'll revisit that in a minute. But I'm telling her to look out. You see where her eyes are. Yeah. See where she's looking out. Look, she's starting. See where she gets the load. Yeah. Toe touch. She's still out. Look, okay, so her hands are away, which she knows better than that, but I'm asking her to do something. You see where her hands are away from her body? Right. Okay, hold on. Okay, let me back this up a little bit. So her hands are away from her body. I'm going to throw this pitch as hard as I can inside. 
Watch her she, hands. She immediately look at that. Look, she immediately comes in. Look, look, well, look at her how her hands move in. Right. Look how the elbow ascends. Look at that. So we're going to go with pitch recognition there? Yeah, yeah absolutely pitch recognition. Yes, pitch recognition. But the thing of it is, watch, watch how she never loses the barrel of the bat. See, she look controls what, it right. Yeah, it the it knob, doesn't drop right the, away. Look at the knob. The knob continues to lead. You can see, look, man, wherever the knob... Wherever the knob of the bat goes, I promise you the barrel of the bat is right and, behind and it. And if not, s send it back to Easton and get your money uh, you back. Should. Right? You should. You you should. Three <laughs> three. That's four. a Tony Gwynn clinic. For, for four hundred dollars, yeah. man, you know, and that barrel better follow the knob. I'm gonna give you another Larry Cox <laughs> thing too. That guy had his PST. I was playing around Robin. It was a five hundred dollar bat. This is years ago. Yeah. And and you know, Cox the old country boy goes, son, did that come with any instructions? <laughs> And that's when it, that's when he got the wood bat out. So, but but no matter. But if your hand comes out right. here, that doesn't count. But but so and then and another thing when when Morgan and Ansley comes, and even when a few of my girls came up to your house one night when we got canceled because the rain, um, you you always um, and again it's for our listeners that don't know maybe who does have a kid in wreck or maybe right. who has a kid who's just now starting and that, right. that's I hope they listen to this and right. kind of take all this in and reach out to me or you and and. Not that you get to shit about your lessons, no, but but if you can help somebody, great. No matter what, exactly. I'd so, recommend the lessons. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> hey, mention this podcast, get ten percent off ships <laughs> <Chip's> lessons. <laughs> uh, uh, First so, time I went, I pulled up. I didn't really know you. Yeah. I just said I knew Tony, and he said, "All right, well, let's go in the back. You must be serious. I never gave you a price." <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm here, but 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 no. But to your point, um, one thing. Um, that you told our girls uh, when you're doing the wiffle ball skip drill, always look inside out, not you outside should, in. Well, you should because, right. because you're making contact. You're making contact in front of the plate. Right. You know, so so if you're looking inside, you have to hit that early. If you look outside, the ball's on top. Have I ever done the thing where I say look right, in? Look, yeah. yeah. And then I mean, they look can, out, and yeah. then they fall on their face. And, and you can make the adjustment. And this girl, I mean, you, right. you'll never fool her. I mean, she's on it. So I, I try to do it opposite. But but as long right. as long as your bottom hand, you want to try to keep your bottom hand inside your elbow for as long as humanly possible. Right. You, it, when you release your when you release your your back elbow, you're kind of committed to the pitch. You can't adjust from there. I know that's kind of whatever, man. But no, you, no, you're it, right. it is what it is. But it just sounds so crazy and unorthodox to do. Right. Doesn't right. it? When right. You, when but, you but, do but, it. but but look, that's why three out of ten is good. But listen, <laughs> listen. Right. Try try getting your top elbow up. As your top elbow goes up, your hand will stay inside. You can't do it from here. But as you ascend, look at that. You can keep it in. Right. You're, you got you, your elbow. You have to leave with the elbow, in my opinion. Right. But to each their own, whatever works for you. And everybody learns different. Some kids, man, some kids just, they don't get there. Right. And, and It's hard. It's really hard. It's I mean, hard. I mean, if you want Hitting's to. Hitting's hard. This, this girl is, like, ridiculously good. Like, ridiculously good. So, you okay. know, she puts the time in. So you have to put the time in, and and if you do, you know, to the victors go the spoils, right? right. Well, and again, going back to that, and again, everybody, I, I don't mind. We've this one. reached the no, over, folks. I, I don't mind this one. Twenty bucks. But uh, going back to the last episode, when I told you like McKinley would come up and talk to our girls, just like I'm sure your girls at Northern, you know, the, they think it's just whatever times you practice. It's to your talk to your point of repetitions. It's those buckets at six a six six seven a.m. before class. It's off, you know. 200 swings off a tee. And it's like our girls, it hits, you know? So what we'll do is we'll have the machine, front toss, and tee work, and, and we rotate for 45 minutes, and mm -hmm. then we go to the turf and work on defensive stuff, you know, ground balls and stuff. But I'm like, girls, every single one of you today got about 100 to 150 swings in. 
you know, I mean, just to put it like in perspective, you know, right. like what we do at one practice with three, three hitting stations for 45 minutes, you're getting roughly 10 to 15 swings per station. And you're probably getting two or three rounds in, in that 45 minutes, you know, so, you know, the, the math, you know, you're getting, that's what you're getting. But anyway, but I just want to say that to your point, um, like it's not just, uh, you know, once a week in the backyard with, with a bucket of balls one time. You've got to do not. it. And you, you can get in front. So I, I, gosh, for about a month there, I was going to Wixom. It's up, um, it's a little north of Detroit and uh, watching this guy who was supposed to be this, this, this hitting God, if you will. And uh, so I went up there for a couple of weeks and the guy never used a bat. I mean, he was using ping pong paddles and golf clubs and whatever else. And uh, just in the end, I'm like, man, I just, I just like I've wasted, you know, like three weekends of my life. And he's like, well, I saw you feel that way. And then when I started to understand hitting a lot more, I mean, the guy's a genius. Right. You know what I mean? Because he was all about hand path, and I, I just didn't. I was I, looking for the bat. I'll tell you something I've seen a lot lately. Um, Youngie and I actually spoke about that. I'm going to give a shout-out to him. But even on my YouTube, you know, because, you know, I search shit, you know. And right. The related, I don't have to, yeah, yes. The, the related videos come up. I see a lot of PVC work now. Some of it I'm like, eh. You know, and maybe some of it's just above my head. Yeah, I, well, I don't, I don't know. Are they hitting golf ball, wiffle balls, or something? Well, well, well so some of it's, and again, this is, uh, I'm sorry, this is fielding and hitting. So, for example, like let's say you have a PVC pipe, it's footwork. It's no different as, if you, as if you had the ladder. I get, I get you know, that. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I use cones, the right? Flat exactly. Cones, right. Yeah. yeah. So, but but my point is though, there's a, some stuff, and then, like you had said, to each their own. There's a bunch of different stuff out there, and, and and it goes back, like I said earlier, to me officiating or you giving lessons. Take out something that you like that works for you, you know, and, and, and like I always tell my girls, we're fortunate. A lot of them go to pitching and hitting lessons. Right. Now, hey, listen, I'm going to let you roll with whatever they're teaching you until I feel it's unsafe or it's not working. Right. If I, like, for example, you know, pitching, whatever, if I see somewhere I'm like, hey, that doesn't, that's not going to work right. because eventually blank's going to happen or whatever right. it may be. But besides that, I'll let them roll with it. You know, um, and I think that's the right thing. I mean, that's what a opinion. coach should No, That that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's what you should do. Um, and you, there might be 15, you might have to use 15 different drills to do the same thing. I mean, maybe you're trying to get them to lead with their elbow. And, and I know 40 drills to do that with. And there'll be one drill that a girl's passed to. She'll like that and, yep, loves right. it. Right. The other 39 is doing the exact same thing. I mean, we do these things, whatever it is. Right. So when you find one they like, that's when you have to do that. So, I mean, something that just bothers the bejeebers out of me is if a kid's not getting it, why do you have them doing that drill every week? Right. Find something else. Why are they doing that drill wrong every week? Every week you're doing a drill wrong. Find something else. It's for the kid, man. You know, figure it out and put the time in. So, yes, to your point, yes, that's exactly right. Put yeah. the time in. You got that's, anything else on hitting? Nah. It's hard. If you think, I mean, if you think of something, it's just, no, no, I will, it's no, hard. No, 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 we'll definitely jump back. But like you said, I now, think the well, key we, we can is, do a whole episode on hitting. I mean, if we want to do it. It doesn't matter. If you're casting, you're failing. Absolutely. That's it. Uh, F. Because it's not going to go anywhere. Right. Well, it's, yeah. well, well, and, and, it's like that poster that Tony showed his team. That was, mean, that was mean and insensitive, Tony. So what is it? Uh, Roses are red, violets are blue. If you don't start hitting, you're going to be on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Chip Greg. <laughs> I got it from Tony. Yeah. So, all right, let's go on to pitching, man. Give me uh, Chip Greg philosophy with pitching. So, you know, when you hit, do you stride out as far as you can to hit? I mean, do you almost do the splits to hit? I mean, when, you, when you're when you fielding the ground ball, I mean, watch a major league shortstop. When they field a ground ball, 
Aren't, aren't we staying in our legs? Yeah. I mean, aren't we staying in our legs when we throw overhand? Aren't we staying in our legs when we hit? But when we pitch, stride out as far as you can. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me. Striding out doesn't make you throw faster. It makes you throw closer. So, you know, take girl A and, and have her on the mound and then, you know, see where her front foot lands. And I know it's not fair because they're going to come off the mound a little bit. Maybe they come off the mound two inches. But go ahead and try to get them, you know, that six feet that they've sprawled out there. See if right. they can throw while they're doing the splits. The answer to that is no. So you got to stay in your legs. you got to stay in your legs. Everything you do, you have to stay in your legs. And somehow we've, we just, we've, we've gotten away from that. Um, so that's my the main, the main thing, thing we see pitchers is they're leaping well, off that mound, was, leaping off that mound. I was going to lean into that because, and again, I, you know, I didn't know any different until you broke it down to me right. physically, um, and, and I'm going to get into that. Um, that's where – um, you know, like you said, everybody sees the picture of the parents' kid who pitches. Mm-hmm. She's like doing the splits, and everybody's like, "Oh man, amazing!" But fundamentally, you're like, uh, that, "That's not really so good." The gloves flying open. Yeah, the gloves open, and and, and again, it, it, here's where I, I just love the way Chip explains thing explains things. So by that logic, and again, come in with with your terminology here, uh, physically, when you when you stride that wide or that long, sorry. Your back shoulder is going to drop, and now your right. pitch is going to go high. Exactly right. It's the same you, thing you said when we started with hitting. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, well, our body always seeks balance. And That's we, it. The body yeah, seeks balance. We, and we yeah. work equal and opposite. So if our if our glove hand's over here, then 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 our ball hand want, it wants to come out here. I mean, it, it does. So we have to fight that. So it's always amazing that a female can can have their their glove going in the other team's dugout. But still get the ball going that way. It's it's incredible, really. Right. You have to you have to you have to give it up to them. Right. But our, again, you you have to be in sync and you have to be in your legs. I, I once listened to these two people, and this was this was so long ago, but it was ground power versus leap and drag. Yeah. So so you know this old guy saying you got to stay in your legs, and this young guy girl who looks like a. Uh, um, a cheerleader is talking about how you have to leap out there, and she could she could glide. She's in really good shape. And this old guy's built like me, you know. And he's like, "No, you have to stay in your legs." And I never understood that until I really started studying it. And and I right. believe you need to stay. We don't we don't see how far we can step when we're throwing a ball to 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 first or or a catcher. A catcher doesn't see if he can step on the mound on his way to throwing the ball to second base. You've got to stay in your legs. Right. So that's I mean, and we have to we have to have balance, and, and you have to keep everything close. I mean. Try doing, try doing a jumping jack and have one of your hands go out there. <laughs> right. You can't. Think about that. Right. We're, well, we're, we're in sync. I was going to say, I always give my girls the analogy, whether it's pitching or throwing or whatever, like I'll just walk in front of them. I'm like, girls, I don't know if you know this or not. I learned this from playing football because, like, we, we would do speed drills. Uh-huh. And our coach, you know, from track, our coaches always said, you know, your legs and your arms are opposite. Right. So when your left leg goes forward, your right hand goes forward. So that's why I told my girls. I'm like, listen, try and walk, try and walk with your right arm, right leg, left arm, left leg. You can't do it. No. Like to your point, and again, I'm just giving them a different analogy of what you have told me. I'm like, you, you, everything's opposite. Right. It's a yin and yang. And you can't have your right arm going really fast and your left arm exactly. going really slow. I mean, right. you can't. So as fast as you can bring your glove hand down, that's how fast your 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 ball hand will go. Right. Just it just is. That's the way it is. So for kids, no, it just right. oh, it's, and, 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 well, and that's the thing. We're fortunate, and I tell my girls all the time. We have two parents, Lindsay and uh, um, Kelly. 
to uh, two of our parents, they, they they take a bunch of pictures. Right. So I screen, I save them, and I showed our girls at our next game of practice. I'm like, hey guys, you guys can thank Carly and Mallory's mom mm-hmm. for taking all these pictures, and then I'll show them, like you said, whether they're they're letting the barrel control them or our pitchers' gloves going towards first base or or whatever it may be, you know. And, and I say that they know I'm joking. That's why I, I you know I try and keep it light, but. And again, like you always say about, you know, you can tell them something, you can show them something or what they feel. So I, I try to show them like, hey, look, you know, whatever it is, right? if you're a pitcher, if you're opening up, this is probably why this pitch is doing this. Or, you know, on your swing, if you're continuously dropping, that's why we're hitting the bottom of the ball or probably to the infield every time. Right. Whatever it may be. But uh, I'm sorry. But, I, no, but, but girls, to your point, though. Girls are not, or even boys, they're, they're not trying to do it wrong. Right. They're, they're not. They're not. I mean, and. In their mind, they're doing it right. I mean, you know, they're, they are. They're doing it in their mind. They don't know that. So we've got to show them, man. And one thing is girls aren't really hip on seeing what they're doing wrong. Nobody is really. I mean, nobody likes to see that. Right. But you've got to show them. And it, it's unpopular. And just like when you see the pictures. Right. I'm sure they don't love seeing them. Oh, they hate but it. Right. Of course they do. But but we can learn from that. I mean, <laughs> and that's the way we learn anyway, by making mistakes. Right. I man, if we never did anything wrong. I oh, mean, right. And, again, that, that goes back. And, again, not saying we're done here, but just to round this up, that's what I tell my girls, you know, if, if we go somewhere and we do well, we compete. And I'm like, yeah, well, we could have stayed at home and went 5-0 and, and and got you a little medal or trophy or what something. What would you get out of that? What would you get out of it? Yeah. You know, exactly what I tell them. Like, if we go somewhere, if we win 3-2 to two or, or lose 3-2 to two or or lose 7-1, to one, like, girls, and again, I know we're coming back around the circle no, no, here, no, no. But, but we've gotten more out of this than if we would have, you know, went to blank tournament or whatever it may be. I, I agree. I, I agree. You just, well, I, I don't know. Right. I, no, but, and again, I think that goes, and again, that goes back to, uh, <laughs> hey, hit you with hey, a double tech. Hey, hey, what y'all didn't know. That. It's a hey, tick. Hey, what y'all didn't, At this point, it's a tick. Hey, hey, T, you hear what I said? No, but, hey. What's wrong with you? Hey, but what y'all didn't know, like that boy with that streaker in the Super Bowl, I, I put 50K on the over, so I'm going to hit the over on purpose. Right. So I can win. wonder how much his medical bill, or his legal bills cost. They said 1000 Yeah. Thousand, thousand is to get him out. They said. Get him out. That's what they said. Yeah, he's gonna have to go Made three hundred seventy-four. So, and that's my thing. I wonder if they find out this is and was a scam. If it's even true, hell, they, they won't pay. As I was going to say, Vegas would be like, ah, they're nah, undefeated. Bro. You ever right, flown? Yeah. You ever flown in there at night? They're ever, still building, coach. You, no, you ever flown over Vegas at night? Uh, no, we. Uh, the time I've been there, it was daytime. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you, you, your jaw would drop. Right. At how much electricity? It's oh, um, it's crazy. They yeah. say they pay those casinos and hotels off in three years well they always my, i have a sister that lives out there they're always blowing them up and rebuilding them but right. anyway. yeah but no but yeah it's crazy um so damn where, where was i going with well that? we're, we're well, way well, off you know on a, on yeah, a beaten path. Off. we're talking you know we're talking about pitching and, and mechanics are hard i mean it just just like hitting and mechanic but here's the problem a kid you know when they're when they're 10 they're throwing the ball by everybody you know and that's okay and and you know they they don't have their 19 pitches yet. They're throwing <laughs> the ball by everybody, so they haven't developed they haven't developed that, and it, and it's hard. It, try doing it, and by the time they're 12 years old, I mean you you know you've seen it. You can't you can't. It's hard to reel them back. You can, but it's hard to reel them back. So start them early, man. Start them early, and and so it's spin, speed, and mechanics, and a distant fourth is control. Spin, speed, and mechanics. We don't care where the ball goes. And, and right. you know, I tell the kids at Northern that, and then you go to make a trip to the mound, you're like, hey, you know, you got to get the ball to the plate. Well, you said 
It didn't matter where the ball goes. I'm like, yeah, I didn't mean that. Right. That's coach speak. That was practice. I mean it now. I mean, we're playing, right? So you can you can tell them that, and you tell these kids that, and they're like, well, my coach said I need to get the ball to the plate. Well, your coach is right. So there was two times that I witnessed, uh, to your point about movement. Okay. And one, and this is no disrespect to Laura's team or whatever, but they played that. Um, oh crap! Was it Tennessee Mojo? I can't Tennessee something or other. It was when we were in Myrtle Beach. So basically this coach had Jenny Finch and you know, they beat Laura and them. I don't know. Run ruled them. Laura and them got them. He had the confidence because Laura and them had to double dip them. Right. And he was like, Okay, Morgan go out there and pitch. Laura and them won like seven to three, seven to four. And he's like, All right, Jenny. I heard I heard about on, this. Go yeah. on out there and, and do what you do and they won like fifteen to one or right. whatever it was. Right. But so that was the first time I saw movement. And the second time was this year we played down there at Great Crossings. That was a school I couldn't think of earlier. Remember okay. I told you it was Scott County? Yes. They built that. So we were down there, and we played, um, oh, poop. It's going to bother me. I can't think of them. They're red and black. Um, a college? No, no. My team. My oh. team. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I, I want to give them credit, but I can't think of their name right now. But anyway, they're can't red. Help. They're red, Right. They're red and black, and, 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 and they're really good. Sluggers? No, it wasn't the slugger. It wasn't Louisville slugger. Or Lady Sluggers. It was, um, I'll think of it in a minute. He'll come back. That squirrel will come back. So, anyway, so we played them, and they beat us 5-3 whatever. But that was when I was, you know, when you're coaching third, and obviously of all the years you've done it, you see that ball drop or you crazy? see it go up. Right, exactly. And that's where I'm like, yeah, we're, we're, we should be pleased we got the three we got. Because this girl, this girl's moving it. Oh. You know, it, it's not just, for example, we played certain teams, and let's just say, and again, at 12U from 40 feet, she's throwing 55, let's say. That's coming. That's quick. Right. You know, but this girl's throwing 55, and it's moving. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, gosh darn it, I, I cannot think of that team's name. But anyway, I'll just say that because I want to give them credit. But anyway, that was the two times, Coach, you mind letting them in? But that was the two times in my life, though, and I say that respectfully to Laura's team. And, Butler, I'll get it. And, and, I, and I, I wish I'll think of their team. Impact. There okay. you go. Uh, Impact. Kentucky Impact. I guess they're now, I guess the big boy Impact is out of Georgia, I guess. Okay. But anyway, so they're – good night, Duke. Duke just knocked his damn table over. Um, so, yes, it, it's Impact. They're, okay. they're, they're Kentucky Impact. And they had this girl, and like I said, man – when you're coaching third from 40 feet and you're seeing it, mm -hmm. and I'm not, I don't want to be sarcastic and say it dropped a foot. I get it. But you can see this ball is not just coming in as a 55-mile-an-hour fastball. It's moving. And that was the other thing with that team that Lauren and played. You're just like, she's different. <laughs> you know, she's different. It's not just fastballs. And, this thing's moving. And that takes some work. Yes. I mean, that takes some work. So, you know, you see some girls, and well, they got a drop ball. No, it's, it's the parabolic arc, you know. It's the, <laughs> right. You it's know, just naturally dropping. Right, exa yeah, exactly yeah. right. So, but but if you can see it from there, you know, that that's that's pretty that's pretty good. Oh, no, it was. It, it was it was amazing. But you got to catch it early, man. I mean, if your kid's going to pitch, you, you should probably be on it early. And, you know, you don't need to go anywhere. You just study it a little bit, but just work on the mechanics. That's important, man. I mean, it's important. And, and speed – Speed's the most overrated thing of all time. Right. I mean, it just is. It's the most overrated thing of all time. Movement and location is the king. Right. Period. So, so uh, and again, I, and now that we've kind of covered both, I do want to jump back because i um, got some things that I wanted to ask you. So what's uh, your opinion when I see all these, um, let's just say dads for the most part, putting their kids' velocity 
exit speed when they hit off a tee. <laughs> you, you, you ever see that at all? I, you know I, what I'm I, talking about? I, I've, I've not seen them post okay. it, but I know what, I know right, what the right. exit speed off a tee but is. But I'm just like, okay, you're hitting off a tee. That's fine. You hit as hard as you want. Yeah, you man, know what we, I'm saying? Like, who cares? We got to get them to, to start uh, telling us about the launch angle and what degree the exactly. barrel of the bat <laughs> right, was, right, too, right. while we're at it, right? So, I mean, come on, quit. Exactly. Stop. Right, it, right. Who it, cares? You're hitting off a tee. Now, if you're recording this, when I say recording, if you're recording the speed off of a live pitcher, fair enough. First off, don't mean shit still, but okay. But you're putting this ball on his tee and it's telling your kid to swing as hard as you can. Who cares? And, Who cares? And, and what are her mechanics like? She's exactly. probably casting. She's probably going commando on it, Just right? like your story last episode when you were like, yeah, here, I'll go up there. I'll do this. And, exactly. And, and, exactly right. Yeah, your, yeah. Hand, your, hands are, your hands are always faster than the barrel of the bat. That's just, that's just, that's a fact. Right. Um, I don't know about all that, man. But uh, Okay, we're, we're going to scratch that. So one thing I do want to get into here is um, your philosophy of um, up in the box, even with the plate back in the box. I know you're a back in the box guy. And, and, and again, you can ask my girls. I told them because uh, the more I listen to you, it just kind of makes sense. Um, and I don't want to speak for you, but I'm going to speak from what I think you've told me and what I've tried to relay to my girls. If you're in the back of the box, and I know you like to be – on the plate. So at that point, the rise ball and drop ball, they're balls. They're balls at that point. Whereas if you're even or in front, you think it's a strike and you're going to swing at it. I'm going to make everybody mad. Let's hear it, man. There's about four. First five. time? Yeah. That's what Let's I heard. Know, you know, can't we all just get along, <laughs> man? I mean, there's nobody listening to this that knows anybody that, make a, that can make a ball jump. Just can't. You have to have so much upper body strength. And there's maybe, I don't know, 15 females in the world that can make the ball jump. I mean, I've, you know, I know I'm. So we can talk about the rise ball all we want, but let's just say it's a rise ball. Let's just do that. Um, yeah, you get to the back of the box, and by the time the catcher catches it, it's 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 about it's you in know, your chest or yeah, in your head. Yeah, we'd still swing at it. Don't get me wrong, right, right. but still, if we <laughs> happen to lay off of it, it would be a ball. And in the drop ball, what we can do it, and what what a good umpire may do is like, you know what? Um, if that ball's crossing what I think, if, if you would have been like somewhere normal in the plate, if that ball, if that you ball, got him. if that ball's crossing, I may call it a strike. So you'll see some drop ball pitchers. It's just clearing the plate and maybe right. they'll give them a strike. But for the most part, um, right. yeah, you should be in the back of the box. Plus, plus, you know what? Get a runner on first and get in the back of the box. The catcher has to throw three more feet, and guess what? They'll quit throwing drop balls, guarantee you. Right. There'll be no more drop balls uh, uh, if you I, have base runners. I promise you. I told our girls that in the fall because, and again, thank you. When, when uh, we were in the chaos tournament, you came over and watched. Yes. And if you remember, we played the 07 Magic, which, by the way, they ended up winning Midwest Worlds that year. Wow. Or last year. They were pretty good. Um, and, and they beat us like 12-1, 12-2, or something like that. But and respectfully, they should have. Um, and, and, and you came over, you was like, He's like, Pomp, I, I take them in the back of the box and scoot them up, and this girl's done. Uh, my girls were too scared. At, right. at this point, we were shell-shocked, right. and you know, we, we knew we were outmatched, if right. you will. Right. But that was my first realization. And again, I think with you being there and me seeing, go back to your what saying, feeling, and seeing right. percentages and all that, right. I saw what you were talking about. Now, again, my girls still got to execute. They still got to lay mm -hmm. off those pitches and whatnot. But your logic of what you're saying, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. So now, if we can bump this catcher back, and again, here I always tell my girls when we steal 
on offense or when we make a play on defense, the difference of safe and out is, is you know, and I'm holding yes. up my fingers here, yes. it's, it's four or five inches. Right. So to your point, if we can bump that catcher back, and again, let's just even say, um, and again, I've told my girls this. I, I, I tried to process it. I said, hey, girls, listen, if there's a girl on first and we're stealing, I want you in the back of the box and move right. the catcher back. And again, it's a credit to you because you're like, that's another two or three feet. They got to throw it. It is. Because I tell my girls the difference of safe or out at second base on a steal was about a half a foot. Right. So if we can gain two and a half feet, we're in a good spot. Yep. Um, but like I said, I, I just want to say that for our listeners, um, j- just, to, just to give a story uh, to what you're saying, like it makes sense, um, you know, because if you're in front of the plate or even with the plate, that catcher's a foot two, if not three feet closer to throwing to second base and or to first base on a right. throwback. And you get it you makes a difference. Get your base runner slide and you know, center field side of the base too. You know, that's an extra foot. So, exactly. now, so now you're adding four feet to that. Um, to a steal, yeah. So I seen high school game and a, a game I was coaching and and the pitcher for my team wasn't throwing all that hard and the team they're playing is up in the box and the girl's like well they're up in the box I'm like yeah but we're throwing 35 miles an hour you know nothing personal but you know they they certainly don't want to walk and it doesn't matter where they're at but if they faced a really good and you see I would later see that team in the regional and they were all the way in the back of the box so you know it doesn't make any sense and then I've listened to the best and the brightest talk about that. I've never heard, I've never heard well, anybody say be up in the box. I've never heard that. Right. Well, and again, I had this realization um, with my parents, um, not saying now, but just in the years past, when we're, we are facing a slower pitcher, like, move up in the box. I'm like, why? So we can swing at balls? Right, right. I'm like, or just be a more patient hitter. I don't give a shit if you walk. I don't care. Who cares? Don't walk. Don't walk. So I mean, am I wrong? No, no, no. Okay. And, I, and I'll tell you this. So wherever I was, I'm listening to a neurologist and, you know, whomever talk about this. And they talked about this very subject up and back in the box, up and back in the box. And what they say is if you keep moving up in the back of the box, your brain never is able to your read the pitch. Changes. It does, yes. but your brain's never, your brain doesn't click into that. Stay wherever you're at. Again, it comes back to why only two major league players have ever gone from from high school to, to the professional level. You have to be able to read that. It's 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 your it's 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 your brain functioning. You know, processing all that. If we're always up, everything if changes. You're moving, the, it doesn't. The, the data changes. It, it does. So why not take a walk, man? Right. I mean, why not take oh, a I, walk? I promise you. And again, I say this respectfully. When we do play lower, excuse me, I shouldn't even say lower level teams. Teams where the pitcher is struggling. Our girls want to hit. I get it. They're 11, 12 years old. I get it. But I'm like, oh, that's okay. Because now, now we're creating bad habits. Now we're creating bad habits. It's not not that it matters, but the last two nationals we went to, one was with the Bandits, the Bandit team. Um, and we finished ninth in one and fourth in the other. But both those World Series, we scored more runs than any other team in that World Series. Although we didn't win, we still scored more runs than anybody else. And a lot of that is due to – where we stand in the box, crowd to plate, able right. to steal, able to steal uh, bases, always making the pitcher very, very uncomfortable. Because I don't care who you are, man. I don't care who you are. When somebody's on top of the plate, you ain't liking it. You're not. You either take it personal. But here's the other thing. Girls, wherever your eyes go, the ball will go. It's the same with a baseball pitcher. It's the same with a, with a softball pitcher. Wherever your eyes go is where the ball will eventually go. I promise you that. I've seen it. So if you're always on top of the plate. 
eventually they're going to get uncomfortable. They're either going to hit you or start throwing it so far outside <laughs> and everything's going to come unraveled, unhinged. They're going to have an out of body experience and it's going to be okay. Coach is going to call time. You you have to you have may, to create may, maybe two and switch it up. Let's go. Come on girls, we can do this, right? He's not going to be mad. Right, right. It's it's so you you always you have to you have to do these things. You always have to make the pitcher uncomfortable. You just do. No, I'm with you, man. You've um, seen a pitcher come unhinged, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's beautiful, sure. isn't it? Right. <laughs> Except right. when it's your pitcher. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a problem. Hey, hey, knock on, pitching hey, coach. knock on wood, man. That's one thing I can say, and, and I, I'm, I'm not know we're joking here, but I don't think. I mean, besides like coming unhinged, like she might be on the struggle bus, you know. Hey, right. she, it's just not her. No, it's, it's, it. it's just not her moment. I get it, you know. But that's the one thing I can say, Coach. I'm probably one of the few teams around, and 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 I want to give a shout out to the uh, 16U Bandit Coach, uh, Beverly Bandit Coach, when we were in. Um, oh poop! Good night. Oh, we were up in um up in Shelbyville, Indiana. Uh, coach, um, good night. You know what? I'm going to look it up because I'm going to give him credit because, uh, be, 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 well, no, well, because I, I want to hear what your opinion is, Chip, here. Uh, coach, um, coach, coach Chow for the Beverly Bandits. He coaches the 06 squad. So we're the same hotel we're talking. First off, he's a straight up dude. You know why I like him? He's down there at Beverly Bandit gear on. Guess what? All of our girls are swimming and shit. Guess where his girls are at? Up in the room, They're in resting. Bed, They're in That's bed. right. They're in bed. We're getting so, ready. So, <laughs> Time but, to go night night. Yeah. We got something to win. Right. But, and again, I say that as a compliment to him. But it was right. cool, man. He don't know us from Adam. You know how it is. We're in a lobby just drinking. Right. Normal. Me and our parents. And he came over, sat down, introduced, you know, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it was the Italian connection. We just kind of made eye contact. But, he, you know, he, I told him who we were, told me who he was, whatever. And he was like, you know what the biggest problem is? And, and I swear to God. He said this without no hesitation, and he said it loud enough, kind of like, and I'm giving a shout out to you, like something you would do. He was like, it's them fucking people over there, and he pointed <laughs> to his parents. <laughs> this is the Beverly Bandits, right? I mean, again, now, I know you've been out of it for a while, so what do you have? Corona Angels, Beverly Bandits, Bat Busters. Uh, yep. There's one team, from, uh, Tennessee Mojo, I think now is pretty good. Okay. You know, so, so, you know, but what I'm saying, he's a big boy, and he said it, didn't even hesitate, which I know... Like I think we said last episode, more at that level, it's more business than anything. It is. Which is fine. That's fine. What, are they going to get mad and take their kid off the team? Exactly. No way. Right, right, right. Those right. bad mouthing. <laughs> exactly. But it was just Under so, their breath. But like I said, I got his number. That's why I pulled it up. And he said, hey, man, you ever need anything, you call me. Text nice, me. man. Cool, nice. dude. But, and again, he respected you. Hey, coach, uh, we're two hours and one minute in. Let's go back an hour and 45 minutes ago. What did we talk about? Sharing information, knowledge, communicating Again, I never met this dude. Why wouldn't we though? Right. I mean, you know, why why wouldn't we? I I you know, it cost me fifty, sixty thousand dollars to learn what I've learned and, and a lot of time I'm happy to do it. But mm -hmm. I wanted to learn that. So you you know, you go I go I've been all over the United States at camps and clinics and, and, and watch more, you know, old people fast pitch than then it's just, it's incredible. Or, or go out go out to Arizona or San Diego or uh California, watch friendlies to get that information, man. Mendez, um, Modesto. Modesto. Modesto still California. didn't take a note. Hey, I, I, I had the mu part right. <laughs> it's it's a different. It's yeah. take a note and again. You yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't believe. I'm, I'm, it. A, I'm gonna learn just something. Go ahead, go um, ahead, sound no, it out. No, <laughs> 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 um, I spell I'd spell it online, but right, yeah, no, we're on your phone because it will correct you. Um, quick story. Yeah, please come quick on. Story. With it. Come on. So hey, my, we went two and a half last my, time. My 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 dear my dear friend Carrie Hoyer would bring the uh, Covington Latin bus to my neighborhood to bring to to bring murderers row in there to hit at my house. <laughs> so eventually the neighbors are like, 
why is that cubbing the Latin bus out in front of your house? I'm like, because I tutor those kids. <laughs> you know, coming to Latin, you graduate when you're like 15, right. 12, yeah, yeah. So going, I, going to Vandy. I, I tutor those kids. Yeah. Of course. Uh, so anyway, I, I have, you know, I have those posters down there. And these kids who don't hit so good, but they're pointing out all my misspellings. All your errors. They're all over it, man. <laughs> the girls. Hey, Chip, comma. you know that's a past, if, uh, or a past tense noun, right? That ain't right, or whatever. Yeah, Pre-verb, well, pro-verb, well, I didn't, whatever. but let's go ahead and put a piece of white tape over that and fix right, it. Right. And, I, and all I said to it, and I meant it with all my heart, if, if you girls hit, the way you catch my spelling errors, you know, you'd be 17-time defending state champions. Right. You know, it's just a shame, isn't it? Which, by the way, Kelly's cousin went over there, and that was my first realization, again, coming from Newport. I didn't know nobody who, who went to Cove Latin and graduated at 13 and Vanderbilt at 17. Well, I went, you know, whatever it is. I went to Cove Holmes. <laughs> yeah. Same city. Bulldogs. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, but no, it was just funny because, like I said, her cousin, and she did. And uh, don't quote me on the years here, but I think she graduated at 15 or 16 and went to Vanderbilt and graduated at, like, 20. You know, you're like. Good for her. Exactly. Right. No, you're absolutely right. I'm like, that's amazing. Carrie, yeah. had, Carrie had a 10-year-old on his team once. <laughs> High school. 10-year-old. And, by the way, that's a whole Probably other. Probably a junior. Right. And, by the way, that's a whole other conversation. And, again, this isn't a knock to go Latin for you listeners. No, that's it's amazing. You kidding? That's, it's awesome. Hey, hey listen, I, I will tell you this. When I officiate it, when, 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 I, when I would have them, they had a chant. That's all right. That's okay. We're going to be your boss someday. <laughs> if I'm awesome. not mistaken, I swear to God. That's pretty awesome. They're getting beat 98 to 12, you know, and that's all right. It's all right. Well, Probably well, we're right. going to get you back. Well, you know, you know, David Justice went to Covington Latin. Correct. I did yeah. know that. Did know that. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I ask but, if he donates money back to the athletic program. They say no. <laughs> yeah. But by the way, that's a whole other conversation about okay. having or uh, podcast. I want to say conversation because I don't want to because we'll roll this thing on. But having, you know, your kid. And again, I know you said ten, 10 being sarcastic, but like graduating like 14 years old. That that's got to that's different, right? There was a girl, he, he had a girl, she was 15, she was graduating, she was off to college that, you know, that right. summer. That's crazy. Like, you're going to be 15, insane. you're going to be 15, and it was, it was, you know, it was a thousand miles away, right. but she was really mature, you know what right, I mean? Right. Right. I was going to say, well, what, the, right. that's it, that's the gray line. If you're 15 and mature, and, 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 and you're ready to roll, absolutely, but how many of those are there? Not many, right? No, not, not, not many. many. No, yeah. it's, it's but but and good for them though. Hey, yeah. like I said, you go there and and like I said, Kelly's cousin. She went to Vanderbilt and you know well, it they was, can really they can really catch some misspellings. They can read They're and write, all over, coach. They, yeah, they may <laughs> not be able to hit breaking pitches, but I'll tell you what, <laughs> Serrano if, from if you don't uh, have Major your verbiage League, rights. They're all over. I'll let you, you know. So yeah. I have a question for you, Chip. Just try to see where you are with this. We talked about it a little bit in the uh, episode with Laura and Youngie and and Rob Coffee, and how far behind the culture of softball is around this area. In your opinion, is there any fix to that? And if there is, how can you, how how can we get there? I mean, we talked about sharing, but and Laura had some good ideas about league nights and doing things through the week and et cetera. But just kind of wanted to see where your brain was on that because it's it's yeah. I'll let you go. So so in California, if 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 there's a catcher, so. The catcher's taking catching lessons, and the catcher's taking hitting lessons. And if you're a shortstop, you're taking infield lessons and hitting. So no matter what position you play out there, you're taking lessons for both. Like the cost of living getting high enough, now now you're doing that. But they're serious about that. Now, the other thing is, um, 
Yeah, they're not doing cheerleading and soccer and all that out there. They're playing softball, and they're oh. playing softball 12 months a year from, you know, unless it's changed in the last two years. Um, so that's just, that's what they do out there. Will we ever do that here? Well, probably not because just because of the weather and, and things like that. Just, and, and it's been like this for the way we raise our children or whatever. It's been like that for, you know, I don't know, hundreds of years. Right. So they look at things differently. So just being out there and seeing that and seeing it here, no, I, I don't, I don't think it's going to change. No, I don't, because I think there's always going to be, you know, soccer and things like that, volleyball, and, and volley- and, yeah, which is great. Well, I mean, I think right. it's wonderful. I was going to say, my Indiana girls, and I give a credit to them because I want my kids to do multiple sports. They should. Um, Archery is a big one. Right. Like, again, two years ago we started, you know, we always have our schedule, and they're like, hey, we got archery. Right, and right. now we got volleyball. You right. know, which, again, you know, my parents, you know, I, you, I, I want them to do everything, you know, um, but anyway. It's – I, I – no, I, I I think not. It is what it is. I think it is what it is. I, I just a good old I, saying. I don't I don't see it. Um, I, I don't see it. It's it's just it's, it's a different world out there. But they, I mean, they're they're dead serious about it. I mean, they're they're dead serious about it. It's yeah. uh, Emma's coach told me a story when uh, he's got three daughters and hit the one that Emma plays with is the youngest and his oldest. She's pretty decent, and uh, they were out that way. And I guess they'll go catch a four or five hour flight from California over to Hawaii just for workouts. Wow. Is what he was telling me. <laughs> He's like, how do you get over there to work out with so-and-so? And he's like, well, you know, we, we just take a flight over. And it's like, I guess people drive to Chicago from here, I guess. Right. How do they afford that? Oh, it's crazy. That's crazy. It's unbelievable. Um, Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I don't so see I guess it. that pretty much explains a different world, doesn't it? It is. And again, <laughs> it's like I say, and I don't want to mention the schools, but, you know, I got – a couple sayings it's about teams that that, that that it's just culture man and, and, and what I mean by culture not the generic definition it's they just care a little more they're and like, like you said chip you, you're in there for an interview you're talking to the ad where you, your baseball field has turf and it's money two you, inches you have nice uh, nice backstops and dugouts and your softball field has rocks and broken glass uh, it on does. it does it's culture because I promise you if, if, if you know they put that into it, it it'd be different well um, and, anyway. and, go, and going on with that, you know, I I, I had mentioned. Um, Rain man. Well, we're just yeah yeah. Well, I'm, I'm working on my stick people. But you know, and, and they said they said you know we have an assistant coach we'd like to keep on here, and I'm like, well, you've lost for you know 27 consecutive years. I don't think that anybody that's involved in that program would bring any value to that. And they, you know, they look at me, and I'm like, you know, one thing that irritates me is somebody who even gets a stipend who gets a dollar to do this, to, to work with our kids and, and to teach them a sport who doesn't go outside of, of whatever their, their minimum duties are here to learn how to, you know, the, their sport better to try to help these kids improve. And, uh, and I knew they all three coached varsity sports. I'm like, I, I know, I know you guys go to camps and clinics, right? They're like, nah. I said, right. well, there you go. So, you know, right, right then, right, right but, but why, why wouldn't we, I mean, I think, I think most schools, I think most schools would say, you know what, if you want to go to a camp or a clinic, you want to do something to improve yourself, we'll help you pay for that. Well, I'll tell you this, Newport, right? Right. Uh, I coached down there 07, 09, and then uh, Morgan was born, and I gave it up. But, um, you know, we're Newport, right? We're, right? I mean, at this point, you know, we're probably three to five wins a year in football. You know, we okay. are what we are, which is fine. I had a blast and an awesome experience. But they paid for us to go down to the Galt House, which, like I said earlier, my uh, Bobby Bowden picture over here that has the Urban Meyer autograph in it, 
they sent us to the Nike coach to your clinic. Like you said, it's culture. I, I, they they paid for us to go down there to the Gold House, and we stayed and we listened to Urban Meyer. Urban showed up. He had his khaki shorts on and his white Florida uh, quarter zip pullover, right. and he just flew in hot. And he was like, "Yeah, me and Billy Donovan at the time right. was there. Uh, we just got done uh, shooting eighteen holes of golf. Got on the jet, flew up here, and blah blah blah." And he went on with it. And again, I, I'm going to ramble here. This is another uh, kind of Deion Sanders story. But he's up there talking, and obviously it's Urban Meyer. Was, uh, and and I'll, I'll promise you, another shout-out to Google. Uh, me <laughs> started all of them. M- me started coaching a year too late. Guess who was there last year prior to that? Bobby Bowden. I was a year late, Coach. But anyway, so my point is Urban comes up there, and, you know, everybody's early. So he pulls some Yahoo up out of the front row, right? He was like, he pats him on the back. He's like, get in a football stance. You know, you know, typically, you know, legs bent, you know, shoulders back, yep. head up. And this dude kind of has I'm in, I'm in that stance right now, by the way. Right now, absolutely. He's ready to roll. Um, so, in Urban, here, and maybe here's where I like him. He cussed a lot, you know, which I like. You know, it attracts me. This is my personality. And he looks at him. He says, where do you coach? Because I'm not sending my kid there, you know. And he, I mean, he embarrasses this guy. He's like, where do you coach? I'm not sending my kid there. And, again, um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Trinity coach just retired. I can't think of his name. Gosh darn it! This is see. This is the bad job when you do this. Beatty, the Beatty, Beatty. Okay, we'll go with Beatty. We're going with Coach here. So, and Urban Meyer says, and you got to remember think. his first name, but it's yeah, Beatty. yeah, Beatty. We'll go with that because I think he just retired. But you got to think. So this is when, like I said, oh seven, oh nine. This is when the whole public-private thing's blowing up, right? Public schools are like piss on them private schools. Let's give them their own championship. You know, because they're winning everything. Right. You know, all the private schools are winning everything. Right. But anyway, so Urban embarrassed this guy, and he was like, what is this? And then, what would you say, Beatty? So, and then he's like, and you guys, you guys wonder why Coach Beatty at Trinity thinks that he recruits. No, it's because he wins. If me and my family move to Kentucky, guess where we're going? We're going to Trinity, we're going to play for Coach Beatty. And, and, And I swear to all my dad, Urban Meyer said that. And, and, and then he went into his three things. He was like, unless you're my quarterback at Ohio State, Offense, defense, special teams. I care about special teams. That's the thing that nobody cares about. I care about it. That's why we win. And unless you're my quarterback, you're going to play special teams before you play on offense or defense. As a freshman, obviously, right. you know, you're going to earn your spot, whatever. But he was money, man. I liked him. He had his hands moving. He's cussing. He's calling his <laughs> he was like, Where do you coach? I said, I might get there. I swear to God, look, hey, coach, what's to say up there on that Bobby Bowden one? It says Urban Meyer. Because I told him, I said, coach, I'm a big Florida State fan, but do you mind signing this? And he signed it, didn't even hesitate. He laughed a little bit. But it was just so funny. But anyway. He called me Rain Man. Rain Man. You know, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Chip. That's beautiful art, actually. Chip, Chip Doodles. He got Square, some squares and circles squares, and stars. A couple and, X's. Yeah, he's on. Um, We're talking about how pitchers hit their spots. Right. I'm actually doing this. This is very Visually. Strategic. Strategic. <laughs> so, hey, listen, hey, we, we, we've covered the uh, pitching and hitting, and, uh, and um, you know, you, we uh, reconciled your band that's coming. It was nothing sideways. It was that. just they in the won, moment. They right, won right, right. three nationals between right. them. They're doing pretty darn and again, right. And right. all of them, it, you know, I think they know not to take it sideways. It was just a comment, but anybody else takes it sideways. I've never that, had anybody whatever. upset with me before, so that would, right. yeah, that would, it would trouble it would me hurt, It would hurt him. It would hurt him. He might not make it back to uh, – to uh, Taylor Mill tonight, but um, so you got anything else, Coach? Just you, you want to talk about anything? Just, Open forum here. Just you know, talking about the coaches being a little more educated. I, I just I don't know. I think it's important for the kids, for the players. I just I just think it is. It's just a little bit more time, just a little bit more time. If not, I mean, go watch, go watch higher level ball, and I mean anything like that. Just to try to 
try to make themselves, I mean, knowledge is power. I mean, it is knowledge is power. And, uh, just to just to try to improve that, so so our game can continue to grow. I, I think it's important that our game grow, and 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 the more knowledge that these coaches get, the better off our players will be. That's just you know I I believe that. I think that's very very important. I don't know how we do that, but I think that's important. We gotta get there, coach. Share the wealth. Well, listen, and or. They can just listen to uh, episode 11 and 12 <laughs> with Chip Gregg and try right. to learn something. All right. Matty Ice, you got anything? Nah, other than Chip, I appreciate your time. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, it's, all, it's always a pleasure seeing I'm, you, man. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. glad to be here, man. It's great, guys. And, and listen, uh, we already have a couple things lined up. Obviously, we have Valentine's Day Sunday. Um, I got Joe Barnes and them hopefully coming in tomorrow night. We're going to do that. But I promise you, man. Um, and at least I hope for you. I hope you come back again oh, lo- for I'd a third to, time, I'd so that way we can have back. you and Rob Coffee, three-time yeah. All-Americans, coming back here. If I've upset anybody, I can apologize. That's right. You know. Yeah. So write but that but down. no, in a perfect world, and, and granted, I know everybody's busy. Like I said, this came about today. With my game being canceled, I had an open night, and our last episode with Chip, we didn't get into pitching and hitting or anything else we got into today. And I had messaged Laura and Youngie and all them. And I, hey, spur of the moment, if you guys want to come, um, you know, we'll be here. Obviously, you know, they have like parent meetings or teacher meetings or something like that tonight. But um, in a perfect world, man, I love to find a Sunday or Saturday uh, where we ain't got nothing going on. And um, like I said, I'll just love to have us here and, and, and just BS, man. And and then uh, I think I, t- I sent you uh, the message. A buddy of mine reached out. That's really Remember nice. Remember I told you? Yeah, that's really and, nice. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to him. don't want to say his name because one way or the other, but buddy of mine listened to the show, and he was like, hey, man, you know, listening to Chip, it's pretty awesome. And, you know, he's a coach, and he was like, you know, I, I like to talk to that guy. So once we finalized this today, again, after I gave uh, a double finalization from you, I messaged to him, and I said, hey, man, um, you know, we're going to go today at around 6, 6, 6, 6.30 if you can make it. But unfortunately, he lives over in New Richmond. He was like, look, our roads are still bad and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, it was just cool that he reached out because, um, you know, just to give you a shout out. And, I appreciate that. And, and, and my point is, that that's my point. I got my, Matt, Matt I apologize. That's our point of this <laughs> podcast is um is just, just to uh, get stuff out, man. And like I said, I'm being selfish here. On this end, I've been fortunate to be around a lot of great people in my life that I consider great people. And Chip's one of them, and he's done some shit at a higher level that none of us can ever even think about. And he's been successful at it, and he's traveled the country, like like we said last episode. Who who flies out to uh, Arizona on a Sunday to watch a friendly and come back? I did. Chip did. You know, <laughs> and, you know he did. <laughs> Chip did. But but I say that, and again. Not saying that uh, Chip's the Holy Grail, the Holy not, Bible, a fast pitch, but uh, but it's something, um, you know. And, and again, whether it's me officiating or, or you're getting lessons from Chip, if you take something from it to make your game better or your life better, I think it's a positive. So, and thank you for that. Uh, real quick, of pitching walks, eighty-five oh. percent of the walks starts with ball one. I mean, the first pitch was a ball. Eighty-five percent of that. That's inc- you got to get ahead. Right. I don't understand why we're all behind. Here's the other thing, too. And I know you probably spent some time going over situations and all that, and that's great. That's probably a whole other two hours at some point. Now go ahead. No, but but think of, think about when your defense is out there and your pitcher can't get the ball out of the, over the plate. Think about it. They're, all of a sudden, they're on their More heels now. Or flat-footed. Think, think about that. Then, then, you know, a 75 hopper goes through the six hole. 
And you know what? So right. get ahead. Whoever you're doing, pitch, pitchers, get ahead. Throw strikes. Even even just get ahead. Throw right. strikes. Keep right. your defense engaged. Right. Does that make sense? No, and again, credit to you and even me when I played men's slow pitch, I pitched. Oh, yeah. You know, and there's times, obviously, a men's slow pitch, you know, you should never walk two in a row, to be honest. Never. But, but with that being said, though, I kind of experienced that, and yep. I've learned that. And I'm like, you know, that's what I tell our pitch. I said, girls, listen, and we're fortunate all five of my pitchers play other positions, which right. is, is amazing, and, and I'm very fortunate for that, is that uh, I tell them, you know, again, I'm all about analogies, and I don't want to mention names. Hey, Susie, you also play second or short or third. How bored do you get when, when Jennifer walks people? Do you see what I'm getting at? We yeah. got those strikes. Let's go. Yep. You know, I, I, I'd rather have them have 15 hits and score 10 runs than – Obviously, we, we would never let them get the six walks, but my point is, you know, let them hit it. Keep let your, them hit it. Keep your defense engaged. Right, right. No, you're right. Then situations, and I know a lot of people, I mean, I know you do situations. I've seen Jay do situations. I think it's great. I, I do. I think I think it's great. Um, but everything changes. I mean, pitch to pitch changes with situations. Absolutely. And I'm a big fan of getting outs no matter what, but um, my friend Mike Bunkemeyer didn't really believe me on this, but... Major League Baseball since whatever 1950, and when they started doing the Division One College World Series, so 85 percent of those games, the winning team scored more runs in one inning than the losing team did the entire game. Hey, this is a stat I love by you, by the way. Get out! Come on, hey, coach, say it again. Say it again. So, 85 percent of those games, the winning team scored more runs in one inning than the losing team scored the whole game. Just like in men's softball and girls' fast pitch, take away the big inning. Seriously. And it's like I tell my girls, I merged my officiating with, with what you told me. Mm-hmm. So in officiating, we have the absolute foul, right? Right. That's the one that the 84-year-old grandma or grandpa knows it's a foul. We got to have a whistle on it. Yep. So I took my officiating knowledge with my chip knowledge and, and what I've learned from everybody else and my fast pitch knowledge. Girls, we got to get absolute outs. You have to. I, I don't care if we're giving up a run. We got to get, depending on the situation, you know, fifth inning, one run game, that's different. But at this point, we got to get, and what I mean by absolute outs, it's not only getting the out, it's we got to make routine plays. It's everything. You, yep. you got to make routine plays and catch routine fly balls. One run won't kill you. Big innings do. Yep. I mean, you have to make the routine plays. I, I, I couldn't agree with hey, you more. And, and again, I, I, and I know you wouldn't care, and – I'll come out to your house one day. I'll let you buy me lunch. Um, I'd be honored. So, so uh, I like to come out there with my phone and just walk through your basement where you do your lessons with all those signs because everything you mentioned tonight you have posted in your basement it's somewhere. It's important. And, and I wouldn't mind posting that, obviously, on the podcast show, but even just oh, sure. in every fast pitch organization you know, Facebook page, whatever in the world, because it's all true. It's important stuff, man. And, and again, like when I was at your house, and again, there it is, over is a lock. Um, <laughs> is that, is that, um, that's lunch. And we'll, 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 yeah, I'll buy lunch next time. So when I was at your house and I took your picture, how you have OO count, 1 yeah. count, 0 yes. count, I sent that and I put it on our board. I said, hey, are, you, are my pitching parents, take a look at this. You know, obviously it's, it's what this, these stats are. I don't know where the data's from, but at the end of the day, throw strikes. Major that's League the Baseball. point. I know, but that's the point. Throw strikes. Right. Well, you, right. you think a three-two, you think you think a batting average would be decent at three and two, but even at three and two, it's about you know two twenty. Right. It's I crazy. Mean, I mean, it is. Get ahead, man. And and when you hit, hit ahead in the count. Don't hit behind an account. Why would you hit behind an account? Why do you take strikes? Right. What's the pitcher trying to do? Get the ball to the plate. Right. Right. So we're taking pitches. And like you said, that's the analogy I give to our girls. 
And again, I'm a big three O taker. That's just me at twelve U. At twelve U. That's I just get it. me. I get it. Because again, very few people at twelve U have the luxury or the talent to go up there and just wail off on that fastball down the gut three O. Right. That's just my opinion. I get it. Uh, I... But with that being said, that's what I tell my girls. Hey, girls at three O, who's the pressure on here? You or, or the pitcher? No, it's on she, the pitcher. she's sweating bullets right. with their strikes. Yep. You know, and, and that's all. That's my only logic. And getting screamed at by the right. coaches, coaches the are parents, yelling, the hey, mom. mom and dad's pacing, smoking cigarettes, all and over, kicking all chairs over. and shit. I got to tell this. This is pretty. Let's hear it. Come on, we're going to wrap it up. Funny. Come on. Bree Smith, who threw for me forever, is just like the greatest. And she didn't walk one person a weekend. Yeah. And we're playing this tournament, and she fell behind two zero. And her mom screamed, come on, Bree, get ahead. Right. I'm like, are you kidding me, lady? <laughs> right. I mean, she walked a person like two months ago, but right. 2-0, and she's screaming, screaming. at her, get ahead. Well, yeah. which, by the way, I'm going to give you another shout-out. You told me this, Coach, uh, talking to Matt Buford here, when we were down in Fort Walton, um, that Chip told me that during that time frame. He was like, hey, well, Chip told me, when you have an off game, just walk around, look at these parents. You can <laughs> – what were you laughing for? Just laughing, looking at parents. It's just funny. So, <laughs> Go ahead. so Chip said, and I sort of got goosebumps on, on on Dad. We're down at Fort Walton. That was when that Tennessee team beat us, and we rolled off seven in a row. Got it. And we finished right. whatever the hell we finished seventh or something out of thirty five in Fort Walton against some of the best teams in the country. I'll, I'll take that over that fourth place finish. Yep. And Berliner any day of the week. But anyway. um, I swear to God, on dead, I, I did. You know, they have the basic setup, concession in the middle, five fields around it. I'm walking around, and, and Chip told me, this is when him and I was, was at his house. Morgan was getting some work, in, and we were getting deep. He was like, it's easy, man, to spot out these parents. Just walk around, look at the left side, look at the right side. You can tell whose parents, or I'm sorry, you can tell whose kid's pitching, and you can tell whose kid's up the bat. <laughs> and there was the two parents walking around. <laughs> pacing, isn't it crazy? They're pacing. It's crazy. You live and die. When your kid pitches, you live and die with every pitch. Every pitch. And when your kid's batting, you live and die with every pitch. You isn't do. It crazy? I mean, you're so, well, you're so invested, man. I know. You're so invested. Right. And again, by the game. way, guys, listen. That is not me being negative, so don't think it oh, is. Oh, no, it's not even it's, close it, to being it's negative. It's you showing emotion and is. that you care. And, and But it's just so funny. And, and again, now that I've told you guys that, and I've heard it from Chip, so not my credit, Chip's credit. And you're going to see it. Yeah, now next we're time, all going to see it. Yeah, next time you're at the ball field, just walk around, and you're kind of going to laugh and uh, s send me and Chip or, me or Chip a text and say, hey, man, yeah, what you're talking about, that parent uh, batter pitching <laughs> thing, it's true. It's, and, beca it's because they care, man. they care. I'm, like you said, they're I'm, invested. They care. I'm kind of hey, hard on parents. Hey, but how, how, Like you said, I am too. But at the end of the day, like you said, and we talked about last show, it's all about the kids, man. It, it take my emotion any. out of it. Take your emotion out of it. Are we doing the right thing for the kids? I mean, we're you and I were both pretty charismatic and things like that. But really, at the end of the day, nobody can't, comes to watch us coach. I remember Kathy, my boss, one time told the umpire, nobody came to watch you umpire. Right. It was pretty funny. But, right? Well, no, hey, I'm going to give a shout-out to Sandman here, Brian Sandlin. Yes. That's what he says in his pregame. You know, back in the day when we would get captains and do a jump ball right. before the coin flip and COVID, um, he would say, hey, boys, listen, we know about respect. We're going to respect each other. We're going to respect the officials. Ain't nobody in this gym come to watch us blow our whistle. Put the ball in the hole, and, and that's it. It's – in. We're playing in a NCAA tournament, a regional rather, and this is several, several years ago, but a freshman was up. We'd made this humongous comeback, and we were down a run with two outs, and the bases were loaded, and this freshman came up to bat, and I saw her mom get up and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Kid got a hit. We won right, the game. Right, right, right. 
but the mom's like, I couldn't stand to watch, watch it. Couldn't watch it. But no, hey, and, and again, we I, all feel that way. Hey, I'll say this, not picking at Kelly. And again, man, it's not me being arrogant. I'm just proud. We've we played some big boys, you know, and we were playing the Beverly Bandits the first time because we played them twice. They beat us five to two, and I think seven to two, if, yeah, I'm, if my memory's games. right. Which hey, we, we didn't get run ruled. No. We didn't get run ruled, and I'll never forget it. We were playing them, and it was either nothing to nothing or two to two through like three innings. And again, I'm not picking at Kelly here, but again. I've kind of been there, done that a few times, right. whether it's my officiating world, my men's softball world. Like, I've been in moments, right. you know, or even in high school when I missed that kick. You know, I've, I've been there, done that. But I swear to God, I got goosebumps. Kelly's in a dugout. She's like, dude, my heart is just racing right now. <laughs> and I'm like, what? You know, and, and it's two-sided. A, I'm like, yeah. I'm just waiting for the floodgates to open, right? Right. <laughs> like, like we, we we got all 11 of our girls holding this floodgate up, right. and eventually this thing's just going to fall down. It did, but but we didn't drown, Coach. We, we we swam through it, and we survived. I mean, that's it, we, man. We, we played a full, you know, inning, or, or full five, six innings, whatever it was. But anyway, but my point is, though, to your point, going back to Kelly and I, we both coach, right? Mm -hmm. So none of us have that luxury, which we will now that Morgan's playing high school. And by the oh, way, boy. I can't wait mm -hmm. that I get to be that dad down the left field, or sorry, mom and dad down the left field or right field line because I ain't sitting with them goofballs behind home plate, obviously. No. I'm going to sit by myself uh, in a perfect world and have me a little cooler if everything's right. And uh, I get to just sit back and be a dad. But my point is with our fast pitch, you know, Kelly and I don't get to experience that because we're at first and You're third. You're coaching, yes. We are experiencing it, but we're not showing the emotion You're because see we can't. You're going to a different side of it, man. Exactly. And you can show emotion now. Exactly. So. Flip it, coach. Flip it over. Well, we're going to talk. We're going to no, We're just talking about this and that, and this is pretty random, but it just made me think of it. It's a pretty funny story. We When we were at the uh, 10 and under ASA and uh, Nationals and blah, blah, blah. And we're playing this Mississippi team, and the girl's throwing, I don't know how hard, but it's right. way hard, hard way yeah. hard. Comes back to it's kind of an offensive thing, too. You know, when the kids are 10 years old, have them bunt. Forget striking out. Right. Confidence, confidence. Right. So there's no way we can beat this team. We, we ain't beating them. So uh, it's one to nothing, and it's the bottom of the seventh. And we've bunted. I mean, we've struck out bunting, but everybody's to bunt. And this guy's just going off about how – you know, chicken blank I am, and you big blankety blank, and whatever, man, good for you. So, um, bottom of seventh, we're we're down one nothing, and uh, our our with two outs, our girl strikes out, and of course the catcher misses the ball. She gets to go to first. Jeez, can, can we just get this over? So our catcher, the the girl from Highlands, she's up there doing her thing. Fouls one off, fouls one off. Swings, hits the next one out, hits it up on the hill. We win two to one. <laughs> right. I felt terrible for the other team because right. there was so much. They so were much so much better. better. Yeah. And I screamed at her the whole way. I told you, I told you <laughs> to take the pitch. <laughs> right? Right? Be consistent, right? Right, right, I right, went, right. I didn't want everybody to think that was okay. And then she's like, are you serious? I had I had her my second at bat. She goes, I could have done that all day. <laughs> she's 10 years old. <laughs> right. She right. never got another big hit in two years, so I don't think she had it. But it was just – it was amazing. She's like, I had her because right. I had her timed up. But just it so is. sometimes kids, you know what, they they surprise us, Tony. Right. Well, and, and again, going – Again. Heads on the mic. That's terrible. Sorry. Guys, guys I apologize. Like I said, it's a tick. I apologize. Um, Carry on without me. Uh, go ahead, Chip. We'll, we'll be here. Well, I was going to wrap it up, but <laughs> I guess we'll wait. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, but no, what I was going to say was about that is is, is going the chip um, about the uh, you know uh, I always always tell my girl <laughs> always tell my girls that um hey just do the routine things and the spectacular things will come you know like don't go out there try to hit a home run right just 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 go out there and 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 the home run will come by itself and you know don't try and make every play the the spectacular plays will come by themselves uh, just make the routine plays and make the routine swings but uh. But uh, I'm gonna wait for Chip here. But coach, what do you got, man? That's a pretty good one. Hey, we're two and a half in, uh, about the same as the other day. Perfect, I think. So yeah, so apparently we gotta get some better sound system when we flush that toilet in the restroom because <laughs> it comes through the walls. But uh, hey, coach, um, you got anything else before we wrap up here, man? No. I've so, probably- so 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 uh, what I had said was I just said to your point about what you're talking about that girl in the home run. And, uh, I always just tell my girls, hey. Um, don't make the spectacular play. Just make the routine plays, and the spectacular plays will come. Don't hit a home run every time. Don't try and hit a home run every time. Just go for a hit, and home runs will come. You know, just, 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 that's just, what I always tell Emma. Yeah. It's, like, it's not how hard you swing; it's how correct you swing. It's exactly right. You know, kids, man, they we they should have fun. I mean, I, I said that to I I said to a few teams I've coached. I said I can't believe this is going to come out of my mouth, but you know what? I want you to have fun. I'm like, you know, but. But it should be. At the end of the day, it should be fun. And if they're successful, if they can field the ball, they can throw the ball and hit it sometimes, it'll be fun for them. Right. Yeah, it becomes fun. Yeah, Bunny, I'm, I'm a big fan of Bunny, man, because Bunny always beats a strikeout. Hey, I'm going to give my man Jay Jones a shout-out. Pressure bus pipes, coach. That's what he said. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what he said. Yeah, when we were 8U first year, 10U, we, we bunted teams to death. You're supposed to. To death. You're supposed to. Yeah. It, it works, and you know where you bunt it to, right? Right, right. I'll oh, wear her out. Oh, uh, hey, I promise you. And again, I, I know we're wrapping this thing up right here. Uh, and then I've told you this a million times. I've told you, I told my girls, look, bun it right at her chest. So for those of you listening, um, the logic is here. If you have a pitcher, and if you, especially if you have a thicker pitcher, you know, a, a, a taller or a thicker pitcher, we're, we're wanting to wear her out. So I tell my girls, bun it right at her. And again, that's a credit to Chip. He said, because by that third inning, she's going to be exhausted. And it's not being mean, you know. It is what it is. Like we're, we're, our job, we're just to wear her out. And the chips. Other thing is, how many of those girls chip work on throwing the first base? Nobody does. Nobody. Northern does. did. Northern did every day. Hey, but, that's why you won fifty five in a row, and you got like a couple national championships. We didn't win any national championships. Conference championships, whatever. Whatever. What? Yeah, we yeah. won a bunch yeah. of regionals though. Bunch but yeah, regionals. yeah. But I mean, hey, hey. As yeah. Dad would say, you were in the picture. <laughs> we <were>, yeah. <laughs> you were in the picture. What ugly uniforms? <laughs> With the ugly pink ass uniforms. <laughs> I told Kathy that today. She's like, "Well, we didn't have much money or anything." <laughs> so well, I said, "It's okay, Kathy." We said we had duct tape numbers. I mean, it wasn't that bad. But right, she right. was kind of offended by that. Good girl. Right. She's a good person. All right, Matty Ice. All good, man. Again, Chip. thanks, Chip. Oh, you're welcome, Appreciate guys. Appreciate your time. Oh, man, it was fun. Thanks, hey, guys, guys. listen, man. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Like I said, we're over to 1,600 mark. Chip's episode alone three days ago is 140 downloads. We're averaging about 150 to 180, and Chip's is three days old. Like I said, we brought him back because y'all wanted him back. Because if you weren't listening to it, we probably wouldn't have brought him back. <laughs> I, I'm messing with you, Chip. Hey, guys. I appreciate it. Hey, uh, thanks for listening, Chip. Love your brother. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, go to the page, subscribe, download, all that good stuff. Yeah, review. Leave a review. Yeah, leave a review. Right? I'll thanks, leave Chip. One right now. You're welcome, guys. Thank you.